Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. Get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, say, retire, and service deals today. Dobbs, with 43 locations, real deals are always close by. You've heard of all the services Victory Men's Health offers. Now it's even easier with their telehealth service. Whether it's weight loss, hormones, or micronutrient testing, you can be assessed in the comfort of your own home. It's easy by just going to victorymenshealth.com and clicking on telehealth. Pick the service you're interested in, and based on what service you are seeking, a lab draw kit will be shipped right to your home. Then a video telehealth consultation to discuss your results. Telehealth from Victory Men's Health. Victorymenshealth.com for more details. Must be a resident of Illinois or Missouri to use this service. Ninjabling.com, the online home of Moritz Royce Jewelry, the exclusive jeweler of the Riz Show. Check out their huge collection, including one-of-a-kind pieces from the Simon G Collection. Or they can make you your own custom-built piece just for you. And because they have an upstairs location, Moritz Royce can save you money over the street-level stores. Make an appointment. Head to ninjabling.com to get the address and phone number. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels and not the shaft. They're back! Wait till you see the newly renovated Hot Shots Fenton. You're going to love the smoke-free environment featuring enhanced viewing options, a redesigned gaming area, live odds tickers and sports line boards, refreshed dark and pool table areas, and an all-new covered outdoor patio. Construction's finished, and the Hot Shots team can't wait to show off the new amenities throughout. Come see all the changes and visit them at hotshotsnet.com. You're going to love the new look. Hot Shots Fenton is now open. Pseudo Show Podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry, where you get the jewels, not the shaft. Online at ninjabling.com. All right, let's hit it. Little listener discretion is advised. Rizzuto. Rizzuto. Boy, what a weekend, huh? What a weekend. It was a busy one. Yep. Spent a couple, two, three hours together. All of us. Nice. Oh, by the way, uh, Jeff is, uh, Jeff's out today. Jeff actually came in this morning. And I guess he gets these, he gets these terrible migraines and mm-hmm. he looked awful. I walked in and I was, I felt bad because I go, uh, what the hell is wrong with you? Not knowing that he was. Dying. Dying. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he said to me, the text message I got from him this morning was, Besides hey, man. Besides the one that said, I hate you? It said, mm-hmm. hey, man, I'm here now. Won't be for long. Head exploding. Yeah. I said, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I felt bad even saying that. I'm like, what the hell's wrong with you? Yeah. Oh, migraine. I. And he was sitting there moaning. Well, that, I mean, that was normal. He does that, but it wasn't. It wasn't his normal moment. (laughs) (laughs) It was more of a. I'm gonna ready. Ready for this? Oh no! Ready for it? Just go. Mm. Oh my god! (laughs) Is that a recording? (laughs) No. No. 
Mm. Was, he does that every like, Monday. Dude, you got to go home, man. He anticipates a Sexy Time Fun Facts article. Mm. Mm. So he left, and uh, one of the other uh, morning show hosts from here in the building walked into our office and said, Hey, is, is uh, Jeff all right? He's just sitting in his car in the parking lot. <laughs> and I said, uh, Nah, he's got a... Uh, yeah, he's got a migraine. He's gonna, he's gonna work his way home. I offered to get him a car. I said, "Hey, you want me to call you a, an Uber or something? You know, take you home?" No, I'll be okay. And I guess he was sitting down in his car for 15, 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. Holy smokes! And uh, this other guy comes upstairs. He goes, "I thought it was a bit you guys were doing." I don't know what kind of bit that would be. Yeah. Jeff's broadcasting live from his car in the garage. <laughs> hey, Jeff, how you doing down there? Hey. Toot, toot. <laughs> 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 Jeff, how are things looking outside in the parking garage? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to think of what kind of wacky morning show bit that would be. I have no idea. <laughs> All right, guys, we're going to go live down to Jeff's car where his head is currently exploding and his eyes are closed. Jeff, are you there? Jeff, hello? Are you there, Jeff? <laughs> Oh, it looks like we lost Jeff. <laughs> He'll be all right. He can't take like uh, Advil or anything. No, because that will of kill all, him. All the stomach issues. I don't. Will, will, uh, the ibuprofen will kill him. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know like the exact reason. I, I basically, said, I think he said like it like eats through his yeah, stomach. Yeah, will eat through his stomach. Yeah. Yeah, that could be bad. Yeah, she'll be all right. That'd <laughs> be cool. Ah, you're cool, Jeff. He's shake, home. He's resting. I told him to take some Robitussin. He'd be all right. That's probably not going to help his It head. helps everything. I mean, okay. But a uh, nice to see you all down at the Schnooks, Hampton Village. Yeah, it was a great time. For the uh, Taking Care of Rizness uh, beer tasting and your opportunity to pick up uh, a six-pack. Those are gone, by the way. All of them. Hampton Village officially sold out. Wow. Yeah, they ordered 55-plus cases. And there were three left when we left. Oh, they're gone now. Oh, yeah, yeah. When yeah, we, yeah, I'm, when, I'm sure they were gone within the hour. It was great when we got there. They had like kind of like, they built like a fort. Yeah, we had a It was a like a wall. beer fort. <laughs> and that, you know, kind of. And the walls came tumbling down. Yeah. Yeah. And that kept getting less and less and less. That sold out. I know uh, Jeff texted me yesterday, Eureka sold out. Uh, I know the O'Fallon uh, schnooks right there at 70 and K, gown. I don't know about the Lake St. Louis one, but. That was completely hard to out. find. Up at Shamrocks, we were up at Shamrocks in St. Peter's, and uh, thanks to Kyle and the whole staff up there for their hospitality. Yeah, man. They uh, they built another wall that also came yeah. down. And guess what? I if they have any left, it is few. Like yeah. a few Sixers. Mm-hmm. They were selling it by the keg up there. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but that but that is one of the cool things about at least Shamrocks for sure. They've got the tapper there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so good luck finding it. I mean, it's out there. I bought I bought a case myself from, mm-hmm. from Shamrocks. Yeah, I, I did too. Like, I just want to have it just so I could. Yeah, I got I got the. So I, my, I know my brother-in-law and his family are coming into town. I, so I want to make sure they could try some. The, the, the message from my dad. He said, you need to get me two of those. Okay, I will. <laughs> I got you. No problem. <laughs> wow. I was, like, I was like, I'll have to go looking around for it. He goes... It's your beer. You get me two of them. Okay, okay Dad. Okay, Dad, you got it. No right. problem. No problem. 
Well, I gave a six-pack to my buddy Mike up the street who's letting me borrow his uh, turkey fryer. Yeah. And I know my brother-in-law's coming into town. I'm going to give him a six-pack. And I got one for myself, and that's it. Like, that's it. And talking to John from O'Fallon Brewery, I don't know if they anticipated the no. the want for this. No. Like, I don't think that, I don't think that was anticipated. But uh, they're going to do another run, and it'll be available. I know they have something in the tanks over there at O'Fallon Brewery now that they have to, uh, I guess, uh, finish up that. And then they're going to throw our beer in and get that going. So sometime after Thanksgiving, I mean, maybe next week, mm-hmm. hopefully. But then we were out in Redbud, Redbud, Illinois, on Saturday night. Seems the whole town came out for that gig. <laughs> Always do. Dude, those are the coolest people ever. They all Salt of the earth. Yeah, man. I mean, Salt of the earth. It's, it's, it's that small town vibe, but, you know, Scott and I grew up experiencing small towns, and, and they're all kind of different. And even the people there were saying, this is a place like none other, because everybody's just having a good time. They're all there for the smiles. Their well, community you know, like uh, involvement is incredible. Do you know the history of that bar? You know how old that bar is? It's from the 1800s. That bar is from the 1800s. And if you even look at the ceilings there, if you go into the bar at Vice's and look at the ceiling, you go, wow, this is an old-timey place. And uh, Ryan, the owner there, bought the place two years ago, mm-hmm. really transformed that place yeah. into a cool little music venue. Yep. He redid that room in the back. It's a cool place. Yeah, and I mentioned it from the stage too. From the beginning, he was talking about like this isn't. I don't just want to do a bar down here by Main Street. I, I want to do like a community thing where yeah. the community can come together at night on Fridays and Saturdays and every day of the week. Yeah, it's rad. And uh, dude, it, it, yes, I did use the word rad. You jerks. <laughs> it really, it really worked because I mean, like Scott, like I said, Scott and I have seen some uh, small towns go to total crap and just disappear. And that town has had like this revival in these last couple of years, and it's because of the people, dude. I love them. Well, we, they still we don't party. have a. They still don't have a big grocery store. Man, nah, that's all right. They don't need it. I asked around. <laughs> I'm like, what do you guys uh, have around here? Starbucks? <laughs> you guys got a Starbucks? <laughs> I was I was in small they punch town. Punch in the face? No, they drove me right to the city limits. <laughs> <laughs> I was in small town Illinois too, and I thought that same thing. Uh, we were in St. Labory, Illinois, or St. Oh. Liberty, or however they say it, and uh, I heard of it. We, because we have a Team Riz member that was there, and it was her wedding, and I DJ'd her wedding. And as we were driving, I was like, "Oh man, we forgot! I need to pick up a tablecloth." I was like, "We'll just stop at Walmart or Target." And as we drove, we're like, "There is none." So we stopped at the only place in town, which was Dollar General. And I luckily found a tablecloth there. Hmm. Nice. But yeah. Yeah, I think in Redbud, the closest big store is uh, the, the Walmart in Waterloo. Oh, you think so? Jeez. I think so. I mean, there's, wow. some, there's some bigger places. You're going to get everything you need. Waterloo now. is not far from there. That's, the, I think, the next town over, right? Yeah. What's the population in Redbud? 2,300, I believe. I believe that's what the sign said. St. Labore, 500. You sure 23? I thought it was a little bigger. Or 35. I'll look it, it up right 23 now. 23 35. I remember <laughs> making note of the sign. <laughs> but not remembering not the number. Not remembering the number, but I said, hmm. 3,500. That's it. I told you 3,500. Yep, yeah, you got that right. Yeah, that whole area is pretty cool. So I said, what's there to do? I said, uh, I said, going to Vices. I said, well, we're doing it. 
<laughs> I am doing Redbud right we now. We are doing it. Yeah, I was about an hour uh, from uh, an hour and ten minutes away from my house. I put in the in the ways, and uh, you drive down Route Three, and you just keep going, and you keep driving until you hit vices. Until you, until you almost can't go no more. And there's vices. Yeah. How far from your house? It's pretty far, but. I mean, I, I don't know. Probably, probably no more than hour forty-five. Maybe. Hour forty-five? Maybe, maybe not that Woo! much. I don't know. <laughs> I look. Hey, up. I don't know. I don't know. You don't put in the, I, it in doesn't the, in bother the, me. Would uh, you chop her in? No, I, I don't. I just don't think about it. I usually carpool down there, so it's you know a nice conversation happening. And boom, oh, boom, I enjoyed my here. ride by myself. Oh, for, I loved it. From my house to Vice's, it's an hour and fourteen minutes. Hmm. Okay, then it's probably an hour. Probably right at about an hour or so. I enjoyed my time by myself. Oh, I put on some tunes. Dude, I love playing there. I love like uh, first of all, you know, doing doing all the '90s alternative stuff. Some sometimes you're you're playing songs because you're like, I know I like this, but the crowd's maybe not gonna dance or sing or something like that. Every single song they dance, guys and and girls dancing and singing to every song except last year we we played a Real Big Fish sellout. Apparently they they were not allowed in that town uh, at all because they did not like Real Big Fish. Uh, and I even made note of it this I was like, guys, we're not playing Real Big Fish today. I know you hate that band. Cuz right when we started it like nobody was singing and I even stopped it. And I went, "Whoa, whoa, whoa." I think I remember you saying that. I guess Scott is not fish. allowed. Huh. Other than that though, literally they oh, they sing and dance every single oh, good. to every single song, man. I love that. Yeah, they have a horn uh Ordinates there that they're not allowed to play. <laughs> no horns, huh? Yeah. <laughs> no horns. Yeah. Uh, so my wife and I, yesterday, were kind of stressing out. We have, uh, you know, we have a family coming into town mm-hmm. on uh, Wednesday. And we're trying to figure out what to do with them. No, no, like, what are some activities? What do, I know, you're trying to figure out what activities to do when your family is in town. But you said, we got family coming to town, trying to figure out what to do with them. We're going to just <laughs> oh, put them in the basement. Here, they say the well, you, you send them down 270 until it turns into 255, let them go to Route 3. Yeah, yeah, I don't think they're going to go out there. Yeah. Uh, first off, it's, all right, so I got the Thanksgiving dinner already planned out, already got the menu. We're going to go shopping in the next couple days to go pick up the supplies. Now I'm thinking... What do we cook on Wednesday? Like Wednesday night. Oh, uh, yeah. Because they're, they're probably in town, what, Wednesday afternoon? Wednesday they afternoon. They come into yeah. town. They fly in on uh, on Wednesday afternoon. They're, they're in town at 1.30. So I'm like, what are we going to do Wednesday night? Like, what should we cook? Tacos. Them, I was going to say, take them something St. Louis-y. Just take them Lion's Choice or something. Order Emos. Yeah. Have Emos delivered in. I know it's not your favorite. But that's that, or, that would or be go, cool. Or get, go get some, like that. Or go get some Lena's. Why not? You tell well, you know them what, what they're going to like. I said... Uh, if you say, hey, I'm going to get you some St. Louis-style thin crust pizza, they're going to go, Well, you no. know what? I, You're going to like it. We, Don't uh, insult I, I told you guys off home. the air, we uh, we got ourselves a quarter cow. Yeah. So we are, I mean, stocked up on beef. So my wife said, why don't we make some chili? No, you're shaking your head. Yeah, because you're gonna cook all day on Thursday. Yeah, but chili, you put, to, I know. chili you put in the crock pot. I mean, I that's know. that's easy. You put it on the morning, you're fine. You know, it, it's it's easy and it's simple. But then there's the cleanup, and now you gotta you now you got when you do frozen pizzas or you order pizza, you go here you go. We could take do that. Pay, I mean, plate, but we are chomp, chomp, so yeah. flush and beef. <laughs> yeah, but you got a while. You got a deep freezer. Yeah. No, I know, I know. I mean, and it took us almost a year to get through the quarter cow. We don't need a lot of red meat. But when we do, we go hard, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! Somebody says that the biggest pizza like ordering night is Wednesday. 
For real? That yeah. makes oh, sense. I can believe it because everybody's going to cook on Thursday. That's how I figure chili. You know, you throw it in the crock pot, you're good. You get a bowl of that, it, it, it's filling. The next morning, you make eggs, you throw some chili, some leftover chili Great. on top of that. Ooh, but how about this? Well, you make eggs, over. you throw some leftover pizza on top of that. So I said, uh, I said to my wife, I said, call your brother and see if they're okay with that. And uh, my nephews have never had chili before. They're 12 years old. You got to be kidding me. All right, now you're making chili. They've wow. never had chili before. Let's make multiple never. kinds of chili. So there you go. Your, your family doesn't care I said, about what food. kind of kids are you raising you've never had chili? I'll make chili, too. We'll Is do, that we'll such do. an unusual thing? No. Are they picky eaters? Oh, It's yeah. an unusual thing if they're picky eaters. Think about now it. Now I'm Think about out. raising a picky 10-year-old, and then they see you put chili. They go, what the, yeah. the hell is this? It's yeah. meat soup <laughs> with beans in it. Yeah. You've never had chili before. What kind of kids are you raising? Get the f*** out of here. Dude, a Team Riz member posted uh, on, uh, on on Facebook uh, their recipe for their three little pigs white chili. It's got like three different tips, like smoked pork and bacon and this and that. And it looks fantastic. I'm making it sometime soon. Yeah, I'm not going to do the white chili. If you're going to introduce people to chili... Oh right, you got to go. Old, you got to go. OG chili. And my brother-in-law's like, yeah, I, I don't think I've ever had chili either. How can what? you not uh, have chili? I didn't what? have chili until my later years, but that's like I really? said. I said my mother made five meals, dude, and two of my substituted Chef Boyardee for because I didn't like Chef. Well, and, I, and I'm thinking about this. <laughs> Listen, my 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 in-laws are you know off the boat Russians. That's yeah, and they came here in 1979. <laughs> chili was not in my mother-in-law's rotation. Yeah, but I'm sure beloved is just easy to put vodka in. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> Pizza's a little harder to conceal. But I'm thinking with chili, you could kind of do whatever to it. Have it with chips, maybe make some rice. Whatever. Yeah. You could doctor it up however you want. I think it's a no-brainer. I think it's a definite yeah. no-brainer. Not, not, listen, I was against it. I was against it. But now I'm totally for it, considering that they've never had chili. Never had chili. Mm-hmm. I do think chili's more of a Midwest thing, though. Midwest or, like... We had chili growing up. S- Southwest. All the time. I, My mom made chili all the time. Yeah, but, I mean, like, when you think of, like, ch- like when somebody goes, Hey, man, where can I get the best chili? I don't go, Jersey or New York. You know, you think somewhere, like, even Southwest. Well, isn't it Cincinnati? Uh, Are they the originators no, of No, Texas. Well, I know, but there's a uh, there's there's go. a place in, in Cincinnati or... Oh, the, or, the Skyline. Uh, is it Skyline? Yeah, but they're... Cincinnati chili is a little more it's cinnamony. totally different. It's way different and a little more runny. So speaking of that, yeah, and now, the runny me, thing will I, throw you off a little bit, but get, it is worth it. Get ready it. for this. It is good. I like my chili thick. Yeah, I do too. Um, and and that's one of the few 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 foods that since I've had to be on this vegetarian tip is uh, totally fine because you can mix all sorts of the, uh, the, the, the faux stuff and you're not really going to notice as big a difference as you would on tacos or something like that. But my question is with chili, especially an East Coaster that had chili there and then came here and appreciates it, are you a sour cream and cheese guy? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're going to yeah, lighten yeah. it and all that kind of vibe? Uh, yep. I will. It's not necessary, but I'll do a little sour cream. Because people that don't do the sour cream, if you substitute Greek yogurt, you ain't going to notice a difference. Yeah, I'll do, I've will do. i done Greek yogurt on it. It is the jam. It's a great Somebody, idea. Somebody brings up a great point. Go ahead. Feed these kids chili for the first time ever. Be ready for the toots. Yeah, that's funny. You got 16 people in your house just walking around dropping bombs. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. What are you cooking there? Farts? <laughs> what do you got in the oven? Piggies? Cool. <laughs> yeah. We won't put beans in it. What? Yeah, no, my, my son don't like beans. 
So we'll put them on the side. Add your own beans. What do you mean put them on the side? You just you just got dry beans and cups and if, if yeah, you want you can you make beans in. on the side. Yeah. Boom! I just had my Never mind heard of that. blown. Well, Texas chili don't have beans. Yes, true. For real? Yeah. Re- yeah I didn't know that. Uh huh. Will you be making cornbread, like the Jiffy cornbread with Ooh. that? Uh, there will be cornbread stuffing the next day. Yeah, don't do too so, much of that. So I, so so when I make chili... I don't love cornbread, cornbread, I'll be honest sucks. with you. It's, oh, no, it, it only, no, it it only doesn't suck once awesome. a year. You can have it and you go, you know, yeah, that's all right. I love cornbread. I'm never going to make great, this man. But you put it with chili, it's amazing. It's delicious with chili. It really, truly yeah. is. Or like those biscuit drop biscuits. Those Wait, are great, too. Do you crumble it in or you dip it? No, no, no. You no, no, just have it on the side. You can pour on top and kind of eat that way. Or you do a little dip. Check this out. Somebody just said this. and this. Now it's corn cake. I Oh, that's funny you say that. They say mix two boxes of Jiffy cornbread mix, one box yellow cake mix. Complete yeah, game that, changer. I would do. I would that do that. Sounds incredible. But then to put chili on that, it's that What's dry. That? Yeah, oh, yeah. To put you, chili on top of then, that. Well, then you use it because cornbread comes out as soon as you cut it. You cut a piece, you put it on your plate. You're like, hell yeah! You go to take it and take a bite, and it's just all over. Yeah, it's the consistency. It's glitter. The it's consistency glitter. and the way it feels in your mouth yeah, is is, so a, is a nice. Powdery do, handful of dirt. Yeah, but if you do the cake mix, that softens it up a little bit, and wow, well, yeah. I'm in. Thank okay. you, sir. I I'm like cornbread only if it's straight out of the oven with butter on it. Yeah, I was going to say, you got to have some sort of icing. That's what sucks about it. And I like the idea of a chili icing. Man, one time we were staying up at my buddy's farm, and we went we went full hooge. I mean, we went headline hooge with this bitch. We took cornbread, and we baked it halfway Woo! through, pulled it out of the oven. <laughs> You pull it out of the oven, you pour chili on top of it, sliced up hot dogs, slice of American cheese, put it back in the oven. Oh my God, and it's like a casserole. Talk about the toots. Dude, yeah. I'll tell you I what, though. It's like a stockyard in your house. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. But listen, it was like 14 dudes up at the cabin, you know, like we were trying to toot, you know? So, I mean, like, That's it was it was fantastic. DeSoto lasagna, right? Yeah, yes. Oh, there it is. <laughs> no, it's actually the Lime lasagna, okay. but yes. No, but my, my, uh, my nephews, I mean, these kids are picky eaters. Thank God my kids are okay. Like they'll they'll pretty much eat everything. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course, there's the you know every kid's got my son don't like beans, my daughter does like beans. Yeah, you know one kid's like this, one kid's like that. You know, but uh, here is something for for parents of picky eaters. Uh, a recent study looked at different strategies we use to get kids to eat stuff we don't like. Well, they don't like vegetables, aka vegetables. And it found one strategy in particular does not work. Offering them a reward for eating something they don't like is not a great strategy. Hmm. And it probably won't get them to change their eating habits long time. Like, that, they, they might eat their broccoli just to get, you know, chocolate for dessert. But long term, it could simply reinforce the idea that broccoli is bad and chocolate is good. So according to this study, according to doctors, psychologists, here are some strategies that, that could help you with your, with your kids who suck at eating. Number one is repeated exposure to, to the food they don't like, meaning you keep serving it to them and push it, like pushing them to eat it until they get used to the taste. Yeah. So literally. Conditioning. Literally shoving it down their throat. Mm-hmm. Well, I like to take my daughter's face and just smash it right under the plate. <laughs> <laughs> my daughter hates bananas, which is odd because she loved them when she was younger. And I thankfully started my, especially my younger two. On every food imaginable, uh, from from uh, out of the gate, you know what I mean. And my son's favorite food is asparagus, broccoli, and sushi. Yeah. And uh, but my my daughter hates hates bananas, and the only way I've gotten her to, to like. 
deal with it here and there when you put bananas in something is I'll talk about how awesome bananas are. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. man, do you know what actually makes this banana taste like this and why it changes the flavor? And I'm like, I get all science teacher like my parents did. And it kind of works. I mean, it shows them like some sort of interest and like another focal point, I suppose, on it. It's probably I not guess. on the list, though. That's not on the list. Uh, number two is maybe, well, maybe this is this is part of that. Say a good example by eating the food yourself and showing them you like it. Mmm, bananas are so good. <laughs> Uh, three is preparing meals together and teaching them how to cook. I tell you what, I was one of those guys where when it came to Brussels sprouts, I was like, Brussels sprouts suck. No, thank you. Get up out of here. So you then cooked you, them yourself. Then you told me how to cook them. Yeah, dude. And you said, give them a shot. Do this. And you sent me the recipe, and I did it, and I am obsessed with Brussels sprouts yeah, now. Now you're buying bags of it. Uh -huh, we we yeah. get, we get like, a, there's like a, like a bucket-looking bag from Fresh Time, and you can just dump uh, uh, Brussels sprouts in it. Just carry the yeah. whole you thing. Ever, have you okay. shredded them yet? Mm -mm. Oh. I just I just do the where I cut them in half. You're talking about with like the thin leaves and then you bake the thin leaves. No, I mean just like slicing them into like almost shreds. I don't think and what do you do with that? Is Whatever. It like a salad or no? You could cook them down. I found that I only like them the way that you told oh, me to prepare. Them. There's many many ways. My mom made them one time, uh, and I was she was like, "You don't eat Brussels sprouts." I was like, "Hell yeah, hell yeah, I do. I love them." <laughs> I'm and a changed man. And she made them, and I took a bite, and I was like, I Well, know. I don't eat your Brussels sprouts. I was, like, I was like, these are, these are okay. Well, and there's also the, the hiding the taste with other flavors, like putting uh, butter or cheese on vegetables. It's it's not the healthiest option, but but veggies with cheese is better than no veggies at all. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they say making the food look more interesting by doing things with it, like arranging vegetables in the in the shape of a face. Obviously, that one's meant for like three to four-year-olds, not 14-year-olds, but... Maybe. But. That's how I started eating broccoli, was by putting cheese on it. And they would broccoli, yeah, cauliflower, yeah. cheese, yep. mush it up. And then it was less cheese and less cheese and less cheese and then no cheese. And I'm yep. like, oh, okay, I still kind of dig this. Well, you know what? You know, sometimes, uh, you know, you could blend foods with other foods. Like, you ever have, like, a, you know, uh, like you put, like, spinach inside eggs? Yeah. yeah okay, okay, yeah. 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 You know, or blending broccoli ketchup, or you know, broccoli into ketchup, or you know, cauliflower into mac and cheese. I guess that works too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, mean, I guess there are ways to do it. Broccoli changed for me with pepper. Mm hmm I started really peppering a crud out of those. Oh, speaking of your speaking of parents, so yeah. you're cooking, or your your wife is cooking for Thanksgiving. Yeah, for her side of the family on Sunday, but yes. Oh, so so not on not on actual Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. Because we've got fifteen Thanksgivings to go to. So with her mom's side of the family, mm -hmm. we're doing things on Sunday. Are you are you cooking like the, are you cooking the turkey? Oh yeah. Oh, you do the whole thing? Oh yeah. I mean, start to finish. The stuffing, the, the potatoes. We're, do, we're, do, the, we're doing everything except for like her aunt's bringing the mashed potatoes. Her mom's bringing the green bean casserole. Right. Everything else we've got. Well, did you hear about this thing now? Um, people are texting their mom. I think your wife's. Your wife did this. Oh yeah, she did her. She did her mom, her stepmom, and my mom. Like you prank your parents with Thanksgiving stuff. People are texting their moms and dads and asking them for advice on how to cook their Thanksgiving turkey in the microwave. That's a thing. <laughs> now, even though you 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 can technically cook a turkey in the microwave, your mom will find it sacrilegious for you to do it. So moms are going crazy over this. 
Here's uh, here's one chick pranking her mom. Some papuka. Some papuka. I don't know that one. That's I like very how very nice. Also, you gotta put some, take the take the insides out, put some salt and pepper on it, and then <laughs> yeah, I don't know where papuka. these people are from. Some papuka. I love that. <laughs> Isn't that a type of monkey? I like that. Though. You put a twenty-five pound per, a turkey in the in the in the microwave. Can you fit it in there? Yeah, just jam it in there. <laughs> That's actually pretty funny. So, to, so to her mom, she said, "How long do I microwave a twenty-five pound turkey?" And her mom responded back, "You don't microwave a turkey." My mom said, "You must put a turkey in the oven." I would never ever microwave one. And her stepmom, the sweetest lady ever, said, "It would probably cook, but it wouldn't get golden and probably not taste too great." Are you having Thanksgiving this year? <laughs> Did she call you and go, "What is your wife doing?" No, my mom? No, no. My I, I think my mom. My mom was smart about it. Like, I think she was like, I don't know if she could be serious. Because I think my mom knows that I would be like, you can't microwave a turkey, babe. So. Yeah, we just my, jam it in there. My mom would be like, huh, I don't know. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, I'm going to try it. <laughs> your, mo- your mom, <laughs> I could just see your mom being super sweet about me like, well, that is going to save you some time. Yeah. And then you could bake some cookies while the, we're waiting for it. People are beans. sharing their, their mother's responses on online. You know, one woman wrote up. Don't put a goddamn turkey in the microwave. I'm leaving to take your grandpa to the doctors. Don't call me. You're stressing me out. (laughs) Another one wrote, that's all I ever wish for. A kid who is famous for cooking a rubbery, salmonella-ridden carcass in an idiot microwave. One wrote, you should be in charge of napkins or wine or something. Oh, man. (laughs) You got it there. And then uh, another one said, don't ever get married. (laughs) Okay. Thank you, Ma. It's 2018, Ma. Jeez. <laughs> Where are you going? I'm actually going to another cousin's house. Mm. Or, yeah. I want to make sure you're okay. Yeah. I don't want you sitting there on the uh, in the basement by yourself eating a turkey pot pie. Just <laughs> getting a microwave dinner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. That wow. actually sounds good. <laughs> cool picture. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving. A turkey, a turkey pot pie does sound delicious right yes, now, by the does. way, just to let you know. I don't know why I'm picturing you in the basement just by yourself. Playing Red Dead Redemption. And just eating a turkey pot pie on Thanksgiving <laughs> and being happy with it. Being yeah. all right. Yeah. <laughs> it does sound lovely. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I'm coming over. All right. Turkey yeah, pot a big pie party. for two. All right. Let's uh, shout out today's Team Riz member of the day. Brought to you by Mattress Direct. It's TJ Hunt Brinker from Collinsville, yeah. Illinois. Yeah. TJ has been a super fan since day one and really enjoys the back-and-forth banter between all of us. Loves when Patrico gets excited and defensive when being called out. Okay. Loves real or fake. And uh, TJ goes to as many uh, many of our events as he possibly can. Well, thank you, TJ. TJ Huntbrinker from Collinsville is the Team Riz member of the day. Gets a super sweet Team Riz member of the day soccer jersey. Get yourself signed up. 1057thepoint.com slash Team Riz. All right, Patrico's got your emails after the break, including one gentleman who was uh, quite upset with us about some comments made on Friday. Yeah, trying to think back, harken back to Friday's show. And what could we have possibly said that offended somebody? I mean, there was a lot of show on Friday. Was it Was it Jamie Kennedy? I mean, what was it?
Show on 105.7 The Point. All right, welcome back. The phone number is 314-6Walker, 314-692-5537. Cameras in chat room, 1057thepoint.com. Slash Riz on the socials, at R-I-Z-Z Show. Your emails, we'll get to those in a moment. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. As I mentioned, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what to do with, uh, with my brother-in-law, his wife, and kids while they're in town. I think they may want to go see the Arch. Is that a thing to do? Yeah. I mean, I've, I've, I've been there before. It's been years. Think about it. They just remodeled all that. Yeah, it's pretty museum. awesome. And then take them to City Museum after that. No, we did the City Museum last time they were here. No. They didn't love it. <laughs> Get really? out of here. They didn't uh, love it. I love that place. Yeah, they should stay on the East Coast then. <laughs> yeah. Listen, if you're if you're claustrophobic, that is not a place for you. Maybe it is a place for you to get over it. Yeah. We tried. Grow up. We tried. Oh yeah. It didn't work. Shoot. It didn't work. It was a mega fail. <laughs> they did not love it. Bummer. What a bummer, yeah. man. Is that such a spectacular experience? Oh, I love it. I love the city museum. I, I feel like a little kid whenever I'm there. Yeah, it's always fun when I go. It's been a long time. Last time I was there. And if they, they told like, a couple of us the, not to come back. So The weather's supposed to be nice, too. It's supposed to be in the upper 50s. Mm-hmm. On like Thursday, Thursday, Friday. Friday. Oh, uh-huh. that's so awesome. Well, then the zoo's always... Yeah, maybe the science center. These are, you know, these are very cerebral kids. Yeah, I may I may check out that new, uh, the museum. Yeah, do that. They have the over there by center, the arch. Science center on the way back. It sounds like your uh, group. Yeah. And isn't that the worst, though? What? Hey, man, I'm coming in from, from out of town. You're like, all right, cool, man. It's going to be nice to see you. And they be like, yeah, man, what's the plan? And you're like, I don't know. Uh, Entertain me. Look it up. <laughs> I'll take you where you want to go, but you come with the plan. I'll just get you there. I know uh, probably my wife and my sister-in-law do some Black Friday shopping. Well, yeah. I, I, bought my wife, whole- I bought my wife a shirt for Black Friday shopping. What does it say? Up all night to get lucky. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, but she'll go after she'll go after eating. Oh yeah, eating for Pro- Thanksgiving. Probably around probably around seven thirty eight o'clock. She heads out with uh, with her stepmom and and that side of the family. And they get at it, huh? And then she doesn't get home till about three, four, five o'clock. Well, here's oh. here's a good it's, thing it's for her. It's one of my favorite nights because I put the kids to bed and I just play PlayStation until like two in the morning. Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, a study by that website, WalletHub.com, and they did this last week. They found the average Black Friday discounts this year is is 37%. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to hit us with like 6.3%. No, 37%. I read I, I read online that it's actually decent this year. Like, But it, it also depends on what you're going to buy. Yeah. So yeah. they posted another study that looked at which types of products tend to have the deepest discounts compared to what they usually go for on Amazon. And the 10 categories that looked at, an average average Black Friday deal for each one, like jewelry. Jewelry will be 73% cheaper on Black Friday than normal. Really? By far the deepest discount. Wow, that's a surprise. I don't think anybody would have guessed that. Mm-hmm. It also depends on what you're going to get. You know, it depends on where you go. But 73% on average for jewelry discounts on Black Friday. Books, movies, and games, 48% cheaper than norm, uh, than usual. Consumer packaged goods, meaning stuff we buy and replace all the time. So that would be things like paper towels and bottled water, 46% off. Video games, 39% off. Furniture, 37% off. Toys, 37% off. Clothes and accessories, 33% off. 
Appliances, 30% off. Consumer electronics, TV speakers, 26% off. And computers and phones, 25% off. So, so with my wife doing the Black Friday shopping, like she needs everybody's Christmas lists on Thanksgiving, you know, because I mean, she goes that night. Uh, Santa Send has my over. list. All uh, right. And uh, so, so like she's like, I need you to start making your list. And she sends me like her list, and I see the kids' lists, and like they're huge, and there's like thousands of things. I have nine things on mine, and that's stretching. If it. I want something, I buy it. That's exactly how I am. When I'm on here and I'm putting on, you know, I'm putting work pants for 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 DJing weddings and fun high socks. Like, I mean, yeah. what the oh, hell? Fun I mean, high socks. I mean, okay. What am I doing? Traditionally, this is always such a busy season for me that I don't think I've been on the grid during a Black Friday in years. I'm usually off the grid, um, and not necessarily intentionally because it's Black Friday, but now I feel like, especially furniture is 37% off and, and some different things. I feel like I'm kind of missing out, but I'm going to be off the grid again, so I'm going to miss out on now all I, this. I, now, I told listen. the kids, I said, uh, listen, make a list, but don't put crap on there you're not going to play with. Yeah, Here's what you do, and, and it's simple. It's, it's simple. Do all your Black Friday shopping Friday through Monday online. Cyber Monday. Cyber Monday's legit. Even Black Friday sales. Like right now on Amazon, Black Friday sales are happening right now. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, some, usually Cyber Monday is the first crack I get get at any of this stuff. So I just leave. Go out of town? Yeah. Whether it's to, to hang with family or just to, to disappear for a while. Mm. So it's just an off-the-grid weekend because mm -hmm. everyone's uh, doing something. So I don't... I don't... Oh, I'll be doing a lot of stuff. <laughs> Entertaining. Mm -hmm. uh, let's get to uh, some of your emails. Riz Show, 1057thepoint.com. All right, this is from uh, Josh. He's a future Team Riz member, and he says that he got the honor of meeting Riz, Patrico, and King Scott, but he didn't get a chance to say hi to Moon and Burton. But uh, all of us were fantastic, and the taking care of Rizness beer was amazing and way beyond what he could have imagined. He said that uh, we couldn't have been nicer, and he wanted to say thank you for all the kind words, even though Riz was a little irritated with the lady in front of us. I guess I don't he, remember this. he came out to <laughs> Shamrocks and, and said, hey, he says, I, I was don't the remember being irritated with anybody at Shamrocks. He says, I was the guy in the Ducks jersey. I remember the Ducks jersey. Yeah, I remember that guy. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, we had the privilege of taking a picture with you all. Patrico even shared the picture with everybody. Love you all and thank you for t I uh, talking. Being irritated. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't yeah. remember that either. Um, and by the way, one of, one of the best things people are saying about the beer is, boy, it, it tastes better than what I thought. Here's the thing. O'Fallon Brewery, legit place. Uh, I know it's it's a quote unquote novelty beer. You know, a radio station, a radio show has their you know picture on the bottle and the six pack. Mm -hmm. This is not like they took stuff that was left over. No, they, they couldn't sell and just bottled it and put our picture on it. They went all out to make a really good ale. And what they could have done is they could have just taken, you know, just some standard lager and said, hey, it's the Riz Show beer. And been like, here you go. Standard lager, no frills, no no bells, no whistles, just a beer. And, and, and people still have been like, oh, man, cool. You got your own beer. Cool. It's sitting on my shelf. But this is a delicious yeah. beer. You're going to love it. I can't drink it, but I can smell all it. I and said it was, smells fantastic. Not an IPA because that's garbage. That's not garbage. Yeah. IPAs are delicious. Stop hating on IPAs. Yeah, no, they, I hate them when I want to you. The discussion I, I remember was like a nice session beer that you can have but has more flavor than the average like session And no beer. IPAs. And it is a super flavorful. Amber ale. Awesome. Delicious. Mm -hmm. Session yeah. ale. 
Next. All right, speaking of uh, Thanksgiving earlier, hey, guys, love the show. I listen to and watch the live stream every day. Uh, when listening to you guys talk about your favorite pies, Riz seemed a little dismissive when it came to pecan pie. Does he dislike pecan pie? It yes. rules, and it's one of the greatest American treasures. Uh, she also says that I'm right about the French silk pie, but she is a little disturbed that pecan pie was left out of the conversation. I don't like, I don't like, uh, I don't like pecans. She yeah. said just trying to stick up for pecans. Oh, get out of here. here. No, I, I love pies and I respect pecans, but that crap gets in every groove of my teeth and I'm not going to deal with that. It's a soft nut. Yeah, it's an exercise. I don't want to like work. I'm, I'm down. Well, it's my very, very thin piece. Very small piece. I can't do a big one, but I'm in. I also think, and I'm sorry to say it, I, I said it before, apple pie is overrated. I don't think anybody's disagreeing with you there. Yeah. I mean, I'd still like apple pie, but yes, I think it's overrated. I know like it's the American things. thing. American is apple pie. I get it, but there are way more superior pies. And, and this... Humble host opinion. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> Last time I checked my watch, it still said America. I know, but I'd like, you know, lemon meringue better than, than apple pie. How dare you? I want to try a rhubarb, though. Why don't you just get out? U.S. and I'm sorry. Greatest <laughs> country in the world. I just don't love apple pie, okay? <laughs> Next. Uh, this is an email here from Hope. She says, my boyfriend was reading his news feed, and there was a story about how Shania Twain has peed herself multiple times during shows. One time she did it, she was in a chair, and there was a puddle, so she spilled water to cover it up. Oh, uh, that was a story from last week. I, th I think Jeff didn't have enough time to cover it. But somebody asked her about it. Yeah, and she, and this this emailer says, I've never thought about this, but does this really happen? Can you have Moon elaborate? Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, uh, I've i been uh, bandmates with people that have uh, wet themselves on stage, thrown up on stage. I've thrown up <clears throat> on stage a few <clears throat> times. Uh, and then uh, I, even knew, <laughs> I even knew a guy who uh, let out a nice little scream in front of 18,000 people, and... Completely filled his underwear. Oh. So he let out a scream and let out something else as well. A lot. Oh, <laughs> no. Yikes. Oh, yeah. Sick as a dog and was like, oh. I don't feel good. I should probably go to the bathroom before yeah. we go. Like, the no, we got to go. We got to go. Must go on. We went on. It was the biggest show of the tour. It's on the Lincoln Park tour. The it, show must go on. 18,000 people in front of it. It's a Bell Center in Montreal. And that stage smelled like uh okay. There's a picture of, remember Fergie from the Black Eyed Peas? <laughs> yes, I remember no, she Fergie. She had wet herself. Oh, yeah. oh, did she? I forgot yeah. about that. Oh, yeah. Look up that picture. It happens. I, and you know what? For, for, for ladies, and I'm not speaking for them, I uh, just think maybe um, it has to do with it. Uh, you know, for, for No, I'm saying for, for mothers. Ladies do urinate, too. I'm, sa I'm saying for, for mothers, like, you know, certain moments or, or, or whatever are, are harder than others. And when you're up there, like, belting it out and you're singing... Oh boy! Anything can happen, and just uh, oh yeah, who's that? that? That's Fergie. Fergie. That's Fergie. What yeah. the hell is she wearing? Things happen. It was uh, the early two thousands. I believe <laughs> that was the style back then. Yeah, dressed like Eminem night. Wow! But there's a wet stain where. Yeah, I've been singing and had to turn and phew, had a, I had a trash can ready, and threw up in it. Hmm. But, but when you're sick, you just you play the show, and sometimes. I mean, basically, Things happen. especially some of the shows that we're doing are so high energy. It's it's like, you know, high-impact sport. And uh, he's, what, what are you supposed to do? Stop the song? Yeah, when you got to go, you got to go. Are you, are, you, are you down with Fergie? 
Who, me? Like, looks-wise? Yeah. It's a very nice looking Ooh, woman. Boy, if you look at some old Fergie pictures, like when she first like went from, you know, wearing like khaki shorts and tank tops to like, wow, I should probably wear a bikini because I think it'll sell more when like she went through that whole phase of the black eye. Damn. I just yeah, pulled up some nice images. Woman. How you doing? Give yourself some time. She knew Next. It. Uh, here's the email that you alluded to earlier, Riz. Uh, uh, good morning, all. I f- wanted to say right. first and foremost that both my wife and I are daily listeners in uh, and watch the uh, the show on YouTube. However, the comments about the movie Instant Family were inappropriate. As a family of six, mm-hmm. my kiddos are foster children. We took a big offense to those comments. The way the movie has portrayed the foster system is accurate. Things happen this way. I can tell you it is a hard thing for any foster parent to handle and to get that first daddy or mommy is a big thing in fostering. If you have any questions about the process or what is going on in the fostering world, feel free to What the hell does that have to do with what we said? I didn't even know the movie was about that until this person just said this. Uh, I knew it was about, you know, uh, Mark Wahlberg and, and who's the other chick? Uh... Emily Blunt? No. Rose Byrne. Rose Byrne, thank you. Well, I, I knew even it was know about, it was you know, about they that. adopted kids, but the movie looks horrific. Yeah, first of all, what it we. It looks like something that I would never see. We never commented on the plot. No. I didn't even know the plot. All I said is it looks like a paycheck type movie from Mark, Wal- Mark Wahlberg. I had no idea that's it was about exactly foster care, and I'm a dude that's been in foster care, so I can comment, <laughs> but so, I had no idea. So. I reached out and I it was said, not it was not a comment on the foster care system. And God bless you for adopting all those all those kids. Yep. Yeah, I, I think really. Whenever he said it was sound like a paycheck for Mark Wahlberg, because sometimes people get accused of just doing the fostering thing to get the paycheck from the government and all that. So it's maybe that. that's the connection you think it was? Possibly. The, 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 I mean, that this person made? Yeah. No. Oh, no, I don't know. Well, oh. guys, I would guys, love for you we to review. We have an answer. Because I emailed him and I said, can you be a little more specific as to what we said? His response was, it was more along the lines of calling a family-oriented uh, oriented film about fostering, which is never really talked about, cheesy and horrendous, quote, who the hell wants to see this? That was you. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> also, Burton making the comment, uh-huh. it's a typical uh-huh. rom-com, which it's not, and Moon saying, this is just a paycheck movie. This is not the truth. It brings to light the story and struggle of fostering. First just of all, so y'all are aware, knows the truth as to what motivated just, Mark Wahlberg. Just so y'all are aware, the director and writer Except of the Mark movie, Wahlberg. it's his story. <laughs> he says the movie shows the story of a life as a foster family. This is a good thing to come out. Thank well, you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah, that's cool, and, glad and you I'm glad movie. you enlightened me as to what the plot is because I had no idea. I didn't even see an advertisement for this. They did a terrible job promoting it, if you don't know what it's about. No, I, I, I don't think I had heard of it until you said something, and then I remember going, oh, yeah, I think I, I saw a, like, a, like a billboard. A or, kid or, set or, something on fire. It looks like a, you know, we'll, it looks uh, like a cheesy family movie. I'll let you know how it did in theaters during uh, Crap On, but somebody says, I saw the movie uh, this weekend with my family. My wife is into those kind of films, and it was actually pleasantly okay, surprising. Great. The movie was hilarious. Great. Good. And I'm all about adoption. I'm all about the foster uh, uh, system uh, being improved and, and, and a light being shown on it. I'm a product of adoption and a, and a pretty positive story as well. It was nothing about my comments, and I'm sure Moon the same thing, were nothing having to do with the foster care system. Yeah, nor did I even know that that was involved. 
So, sorry. <laughs> right? Yeah. I'll take responsibility for it's it. It's Scott's fault. Yes. It's Typical in- Scott. I know. It's an interesting way to come at us. But I, yeah. I, I appreciate being enlightened on it. Sure. I'm, I'm glad that they emailed in and sure. let us know what it was about. When now I'm interested. When it's on demand, I, I will I will see it. You have to say when it's on Hallmark. Watch I'm going to watch it on demand. Okay? He's dropping $5.99 on that. So Dang. In your face, Scott. Mm-hmm. Next. Uh, good morning, gentlemen. You were talking about correcting grammar Friday morning, and me and a co-worker both love the show and need you to settle a debate we've had for a while. Yeah, we were talking about, uh, I don't know if that was Friday or not, but it was about words and things that we say that you think are right. What what was the conversation that brought it up? Um, was this a, like a... Oh, you know, it was an email that said uh, there's a, he's got a friend that corrects somebody all the time. Yes. On, on something. You said your parents were also... Yeah. Grammar police. Grammar correctors. Well, they're teachers. I I get that. So, this person says, when I say anyways, to get back on subject, he will correct me by saying any way, not any ways. Which do you say, or are both good to you, I need everyone to vote because they got money on this. I have no idea how I say it. He made sure to put at the end, hashtag vote for anyways. (laughs) (laughs) I'm in anyways, plural. I think I'm in anyway. Because I go, anyways, anyway. ah, wait a minute. But I think well, I, I, I think probably do it. both. It's probably 50-50. Yeah, anyway. yeah. anyway. I think I'm an anyway guy. I'm anyway, too. Now yeah. that I think about it, I'm like, mm, anyway. Anyway, yeah. I'm thinking I'm an anyway guy. I'm team anyway. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, emailer, but I'm anyway. Hell if we know. <laughs> I can't hear myself saying, anyways. It doesn't It doesn't sound right to me. And see, I can see you say it in both ways. The grammar police are in full force, by the way, in the chat room. This guy emailing in about grammar, and he says, me and a co-worker. Somebody says, a co-worker and I. Oh, shut up. <laughs> That's something that my mom's on. All the anyway, time. what else? <laughs> See? Um, yeah, anyway, anyway, what are you? I, I can't. I'll have to figure this out. I think I'm in any way, but I think, like I you said know. originally, 50-50. I'm sure I'd say anyways. I don't, I don't think I'd I do say, say Walmart's. Like anyways guy. I do say Walmart's. Stop it. <laughs> all that. I'm not a... I'm not a I don't really say anyway or anyways. I'm usually the guy that says, by the way, or, oh, yeah, and then I get back to it. I don't think I really say <laughs> anyway or anyways all that Anyways. Much. Nah, it doesn't doesn't sound right. It's anyway. anyway. Next. Well, one more before we get to that. What about, and I, this is number one, uh, this is one of my things that I that I do. I say besides the point. <laughs> that's besides that's the point. Besides the point. It's that's, beside. It's That's beside the point, yeah. That's a big one. Hmm. My sister's one of those people that she's like, eh, that's that right. <laughs> Her eye starts twitching. Like, oh, okay, uh. thank you. Um, beside, beside, yeah. Well, that's besides the point. The point yeah. like, that's besides the point. Did you say besides? Yeah, he said besides. Naturally? I think so. Yeah. Huh. I'm a monster. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Uh, Parkway South substitute teacher got fired this week for saying thank you for standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. Oh, I heard the story. And it means a lot to those who lost someone. Not sure if he was referring to those of military, but that's my assumption. Some freshmen asked if they could go to the counselor because they were offended by him saying that. Then the student and the counselor returned to the classroom to proceed to ask the teacher about it. How do you get offended by that? That kid is the definition of society for this day and age. Should have he should he have been fired for saying thank you to I have a feeling we're not getting stand. the whole story yeah. here, to be honest with yeah. you. For First total all, BS. Thanks for the work. Love the show. So, uh, yeah. so I think from you read a headline read, and then made a story. From what I read, and I, re- I did read about what happened. Yeah, I did too. 
Uh, so I guess there are some kids that choose not to stand during the Pledge of Allegiance. Correct. Okay. And and protest of some kind. And uh, the substitute teacher said thank you to the kids who stood. Thank you for standing for the pledge. So some of these kids went to... The counselor. The counselor. The counselor reported this guy to the principal, whoever. Mm-hmm. They wind up firing the substitute. Right. Stop me if I'm wrong. So far, you are correct. From what I read. And I guess this guy went in front of uh, the Parkway School Board to say, hey, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. Parkway School Board said this guy's got other things that are going on, too. From what I didn't appreciate. I didn't see any specifics, but what I said, what I saw was this was kind of a things have built up against you. This is the final straw. Yeah. That's what I saw, too. I, I think there's more to the story. I than, think there's more to this to this direct moment as well that we're not I, do, I agree with that, too, because I don't think I don't it's think necessarily— it's easy as like, he, said, he said real kindly, yeah. thanks Thank to you for everybody those who for standing. Stood. And Thank then somebody you. said, excuse me, I'm offended. I'm going to tell on you. I, don't see I think he was specifically looking in the eyes of some kids that weren't standing, and he probably went, thank you for those well, of you— You're assuming. Who did you're say, both of assuming. Of course. I, mean, I don't know. I wasn't there. Yeah. Of course. Every, I mean, that's all this is, is assumption. I mean, unless you're the kid— that are the maybe, kids maybe that he did, Maybe he did say, hey, thanks for those who stood. Maybe. Maybe he did say that. Yeah. And some kid got pissed off at that. I don't know. I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. But the school board said that there was more to this this guy's uh, record Correct. than just that. Correct. I think it was something about giving out his personal information to other students at some Great. point, which you couldn't do. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd have to look more into it. Mm-hmm. And you need more info from other people. But there's, I, there's one thing I wouldn't want to do is be a teacher. No, thank you. That's why I respect teachers so much. Mm-hmm. It's something I would not want to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You got to deal with all this stuff. Parents, the kids themselves. Yikes. Yeah, <laughs> this is a case, though. It's, this is a school board's business. We don't know what happened. It's not our, our case to judge, you know? And just because we read an article about it, people got to be a little bit slower to throw their judgment on something when they don't have anything to do with it. They don't know the story. They don't know what, what's really going on. Yeah, I'm going to pause on this one, and uh, I don't think I have all the info to really make a an informed, uh, have an informed discussion about it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Or, or go ahead and make a blanket statement and judge the entire <laughs> youth of today. Well, I'll say that. Screw them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all right, well. There you have it. Uh, one more. All right. Uh, hi, guys. This is a, a podcast listener from uh, the Boot Heel of Missouri. Ah. I had to move down here for school, but uh, still got to support my favorite guys and show. Since I listen to the podcast, I do not always get to hear the full show, so I apologize if this has already been talked about. I wanted to see thoughts on if there was any chance that you all would be able to get the band Steel Panther on the show and do an interview with They're them. They're coming to town? Oh, I love those guys. They're going to be at the pageant on December 9th. Yeah, I'll reach I've, out. Uh, we, we were... I've had them on uh, before when yeah. I was doing Middays. Oh, yeah. Years ago. They were great. They're mm-hmm. great dudes. We used to watch them. They used to be a band called Metal Shop back oh, yeah. in uh, yeah. back in L.A., and they played the Viper play... Room. I thought it was the Key Club. No, well, I used to see them at Viper Room on Mondays. They would do, every Monday night, it was Viper Room, Metal Shop. Then they turned into Metal School, and then uh, and then they turned into Steel Panther. We were managed by the same guy, so I can, I can reach out. And... They are. They came in. Were you there? 
I was I was working at the station. Yeah, I was doing middays then, and they came in in full character. They're oh, supposed yeah. to be like cheesy, cheesy, you know, '80s over the top band. Well, the best part was is that they were in full character in the hallway. Oh yeah, like it wasn't like yeah, they, don't break. they were like you know sitting there, and then they were like, "All right, you guys ready for the interview? Here we go!" And then open up the door, and yeah. I mean, it was like when they walked in the door yeah. to the receptionist, I think they went and they said, hey, uh, I don't know if you know us, but we're here. We're Steel Panther and we're metal as F. <laughs> and they were like, uh. Yeah, if you don't what? know the music, look it up. It's Some of their songs are terrific. It's mm-hmm. really good. Yeah. It's kind of like yeah. the movie Rockstar, but in real, yeah. real life. Yeah. So oh, this, yeah. So, yeah, uh, so this, totally. if this person happen, goes on I to say, I would love, love to he, have my favorite band uh, get uh, together with my favorite radio show and do an interview. Them in. That'd be terrific. I don't know if they, uh, I don't know if I'm blowing a surprise or anything, but a couple of years ago, they actually filmed like an entire TV show that was supposed to be on HBO that is hilarious. It's like incredible. Like Steel Panther? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. It was like It was like a, like a rock doc kind of vibe, but like almost like a reality show with them. Yeah, I wish I, I had some sampling of their of their songs, but it's, it's Dude, dirty. they're I mean, brilliant. It's, but it's, yeah. a lot of the stuff you, is very dirty. You could play, here, I'll pull this up. You could definitely play this one because right. this is a cover that they did. Let's see here. They have one of my favorite long-haired people. In their band, the bass player. What's his name? Is he the one that does the hair solos? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's ridiculous. Yeah, it's such a funny Look out, show. Oh. Okay, God, Jones. What's his name? Is he the one that does the hair? Yeah, yeah. Still man. I mean, yeah, this is a cover, but, I mean, they do original songs that are hilarious. Oh, yeah. But, like, this is the style that they are. Yeah, December 9th, man, if we get them in, that'd be great. Oh, yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Crap on celebrities. All right, Jeff is out today, so uh, taking Jeff's place with your crap on celebrities. Tony Patrico is here to tell us what's going on in the world of music and entertainment. Well, your crap on celebrities brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. The Crimes of Grindelwald easily won the box office. That's that, uh, what is it, Fantastic Beast? It's basically from the Harry Potter franchise. And uh, it debuted with $62.2 million. That's actually down a bit from what was expected. The first Fantastic, Be- uh, Fantastic Beast movie, that made $74.4 million in its first weekend two years ago. Uh, elsewhere, New movies, Instant Family. That came in fourth. Oh. 14.7 million. Is that uh, a big disappointment? I, I don't think it's a big disappointment, but I, I think they expected it to do a bit better. Uh, Dr. Seuss's The Grinch, that came in second. And uh, Bohemian Rhapsody was in third. One of the greatest children's shows of all time is finally coming back to TV. If Do you know what, what I'm talking about here? What show it is? Hmm. Moon, well, if Mr. I, Rogers. Moon, if I would say one of the greatest children's shows of all time is finally coming back to TV, that would be. Today's so special. <laughs> no. The Romper Room? The no. Guy? The, IFC, the IFC cable channel is going to start airing reruns of... Fraggle Rock. Nope. So it's not new episodes in... Kiwi's Playhouse. Oh! And guess what's even cooler? Is on Thanksgiving, they're doing a 24-hour marathon. On IFC? Oh, yeah. On IFC. Of the original... The original old-school Wee's Playhouse. Playhouse. Oh, I yep. love that show. And then two days after that, it's going to start airing on Saturday mornings, just like Wee's Playhouse used to do from 86 to 90 on CBS. Phil Hartman is... Uh, no, Phil Hartman was Captain Carl in the HBO, in the HBO special, the original one. Lawrence Fishburne was uh, Cowboy Curtis. Cowboy Curtis, yep. And by and to this day, to this day, 
Pee Wee's Playhouse Christmas Special is one of the best movies of all time for me. Every- was that the HBO one? No, 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 no. This was, this, I mean, dude, that was, that, you're talking about Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Pee Wee's Holiday Christmas Special was the TV show. And I mean, like, dude, the celebrities that showed up, like uh, uh, Annette Funicello, uh, oh, Grace yeah, Kelly, Joan Rivers. That does sound dude, it is vaguely familiar. Little Richard, Magic Johnson. Dude, the, it's uh, incredible. The original HBO thing was a stage show. Yeah, yeah. And remember, on the Pee Wee's Christmas special, everybody keeps giving them fruitcake. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's, it's so fantastic. You got to check it out. Uh, but anyway, this will air uh, every Saturday morning, just like the old show do, which but is great. The, uh, but the marathon, Thanksgiving. It's Thanksgiving Day. Oh, boy. Yeah, really cool. Nice. Uh, Bill Maher became the second person after Army Hammer to use the death of Marvel Comics legend Stan Lee to get some attention. So he wrote a blog post called Adulting. He said that when he was a kid, comics bo- comic books were for kids. And when you grew up, you, quote, moved on to big boy books without the pictures. But about 20 years ago, adults decided they didn't have to give up kids stuff. So they, quote, pretended comic books were actually sophisticated literature. And now Sorry, when adults are forced thing to, say, to do grown-up things, they uh, b- like buy auto insurance, they call it adulting, and act like it's some sort of giant struggle. So Bill Maher doesn't do anything childish at all. Right. It's all adult all the time for Bill Maher. Because comedy's always for grown-ups. Uh-huh. I thought it was weird. I mean, like, again, he's oh, come using... come on, man. He's using... And, and uh, the one thing I do disagree with is I saw somebody tweet this story and put, he's using a tragedy... To benefit himself. No, he's being a smug douche, and that's what he does. I think it's time to, to measure where his pants are at in his waistline. <laughs> Have they moved up a little bit? Yeah. Yeah. They're a bit high. They're a bit Comic high. Comic books are for kids. <laughs> Ask somebody like Kevin Smith that. I'm sure he he would have a different opinion. Yeah, especially, you know, and, and somebody that has their mortgage paid for by comic books. And he's I mean, commenting on a guy that was how old when he died? 95? Still doing comic books? Yeah. He seems like a grown-up. Yeah, It's that's not true. even that. It's like, so you can't, you can't enjoy... Stuff like that, it's got to be... You got to read big books and do auto insurance. <laughs> big boy books, huh? Big boy books. Yeah. What's a big boy book? <laughs> His book, probably. <laughs> I bet he put a link to it in that blog posting, too. So, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, and this is what I was talking about when it comes to the hottest celebrity gift guide. You love this, Riz. She put out her annual Goop Holiday Guide. And remember, the things on this are ridiculous. Some of the stuff, yeah. So she uh, put out there a 22-karat gold pipe, some sex dust, and a banana lamp. Oh, what's sex dust? Uh, Dude, I I don't even know. I I can't even begin to tell you. But, I mean, some of this stuff is absolutely filthy. Uh, Basically, you could get yourself a ceramic backgammon set for only $275. Dude, I think I know what sex dust is, and this is the only reason I do. Because in the drawer, the bottom drawer at the old studio, do you remember that tin that was in there? And I brought it in, I was like, guys... What is this? It was some sort of like sugary stuff that was so fine. It was like powder and it was, it had all this like innuendo stuff yeah, on the side. Yeah, but what do you do with it? I think you- I'll tell you right now. I think it's for like, you know, like, uh, to make it? you- uh, It's like edible smoothness and you kind of throw it on yourselves. And nope. It's a smoothie. Get out of here. In fact, it's called Moon Juice Sex Dust. Oh, it's yeah, gross. Uh, <laughs> it's not. Let me see here. When Moon Juice first launched in 2011, the fresh pressed juices were some of the more delicious in LA, and the nut milks were outrageously good. But over the years, the concept has become strikingly unique. 
founder Amanda Chantel Bacon is a badass entrepreneur and single mom who built her business from the ground up. I don't know why they call it sex dust, but... Oh, yeah. Add to coffee, milk, water, smoothies, hot chocolate, or ice cream. Get dusted. It's an herbal supplement. Moon juice sex dust. Gwyneth drinks one of these every morning. Wow. Whether or not she's detoxing. <laughs> uh, used since ancient times to support uh, male health. Virility? Oh, there you go. I guess that's what uh, sex dust is then. That's why it's the sex dust for the... Sex dust for the holidays. Yeah. So. Helps the body increase resistance to fatigue while providing energy, vitality, and... There you go. I'll take some it'll of that keep, sex dust. keep it going. <laughs> uh, also on this list is $700 feather playful tickler. Uh, there's a $300 lamp in the shape of a banana, $7,400 bejeweled 18-karat gold earrings featuring tiny diamonds, a $96 bamboo tooth bru- uh, uh, toothbrush set, an RV that'll cost you $140,000. She's selling RVs on the website? Yep. Hmm. And she's also selling an entire village in Spain for $172,000. So hmm, there's that. If you're looking for something for Christmas for somebody. Uh, if you doubt the sincerity of David Arquette's return to pro wrestling, then you need to see what happened to him on Friday night. This is I absolutely crazy. He was in a match against a guy named Nick Gage at some cheesy indie low-level wrestling event. David basically competed in what they call a death match, which means no rules, multiple weapons, tons of blood. And I mean, the weapons included chairs. Is this um, something they do at the local shows? Some, yeah, sometimes. Uh, like, I was just at a wrestling show a couple weeks ago, and they called it an East St. Louis street fight. <laughs> this one here is called a death match. So they use those fluorescent light tubes. They used a pizza cutter. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Gage smashed one of the light tubes over David's head, and it opened a cut on his neck that literally started, like, bleeding out. Everywhere. Oh, it looks like cartoon blood. Yeah, but and, I saw that. and apparently he decided that the show must go on because he got back in it. And uh, at that point, it almost looked like he was trying to turn the match into a real fight. But Gage flipped him over, pinned him, and it was over. Uh, what's crazy is there was at one point where this guy that he was wrestling is known for being like a "I don't like you, f you" to everybody. And there was a point where you could see on in his on his face he's like concerned. he's like, "We need to end this now." And uh, oh, Arquette, there's a lot of major things there on your yeah, neck yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Are vital to survival. Yep. And uh, after the match, Arquette got stitches, and uh, he posted a picture uh, right by his tattoo on his neck. He's got a tattoo on his neck of Macho Man and Miss Elizabeth, which is ridiculous. But uh, he... I guess he's done now with movies. He He tweeted, quote, turns out death matches aren't really my thing. I guess he's now done with uh, movies and stuff, so... Yeah. He's doing his thing. Okay. Bob Barker, 94 years old, and he's been in rough shape recently. Yesterday, hospitalized for severe back pain for the third time in just over a month. Uh, He was also admitted for a bad back back on October 22nd, and an ambulance was set to his home for the, quote, non-emergency back problem on October 9th. His manager says he's doing better now, but he's been having back problems ever since he suffered a fall last year. He also fell back in 2015. That one was much more serious because he split his head open. But Bob Barker, I mean, according to all of his reps, he's good to go. But when you end up in the hospital three times in one month. When you wind up in the hospital and you're in your 90s, it's yeah, never good. Never good. And uh, have you seen recent pictures of him? Oof. He looks real Once rough, he man. got done with the prices Right, he aged immediately like 40 years. Yep. 
He got like real old. He always looked like your grandpa, and then once he stopped being on TV, he looked like your grandpa the last time you saw him. Yeah, he looked like the the, the crib keeper. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Riz, Yikes I, indeed. Riz, I know you're going to be stoked about this. Uh, John Williams making new theme music for Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, the new Star Wars-themed areas that they're making at Disneyland and Disney World. Here's a little clip here. Star Wars. Yeah, you know it is very John Williams. Star Wars. Yes. Da, 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 da. Dude, I'll be hundred percent honest with you. When I went to Disney World. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, when I just went to Disney World this past summer, it's too loud. I'm just gonna pull out your lightsaber. Do your thing. I do like this better. Anyway, when I went to Disney World this past summer, <laughs> and then you walk into Epcot, and they have all the, the or is it Epcot? I, whatever, where they have all, like, the Star Wars stuff. Mm-hmm. Dude, it's cool. It's really cool. Do you hear this when you walk in? What's <laughs> all right. So, uh, remember back in the 80s, uh, a lot of people were protesting music, saying that everything had messages with Satan? Yeah. I mean, like, it was, they actually had a name for it. It was called the Satanic Panic. Even this. Yeah. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Hail Satan. Well, it's back. Satanic Panic is back. If you had to pick a modern band that we play on this radio station that people would say is involved with Satanic Panic... Relatively newer band. Who would you pick? Is it the band I went to go see? Uh, yes. Earlier this year, which yes. I really enjoyed. Yes. Oh, Ghost. Yeah, Ghost. They're playing uh, something called the Wagner Noel Performing Arts Center in Texas today, and people in the community are not happy about it. A pastor expressed his concern on a local radio show the other day, and he said, "Quote: I'm not in favor of outlawing the band per se, but for heaven's sake, they, there needs to be better sense than this." He basically says that this all they do is preach about uh, anti-God. Which is that's it is true. Which is very that's, true, but it's also that's their shtick. a show. Yeah, the I mean, whole you know, thing is just a, a cheesy shtick. Like, dude. Yeah, it's their shtick. How mad can you get? It's 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 a cartoon. It's like openly a cartoon. Mm-hmm. I loved it when I saw them. I loved it. The it's uh it, it like you said, it's a shtick and it's their thing. So and I, I, like, I got done with that show. I'm like, I'm gonna listen to ghost music, and I did for about a week. Uh huh. <laughs> You want to know how far they're taking it down in Texas, Riz? Uh-huh. A group of locals held a prayer meeting outside of the venue, claiming that the band would bring certain spiritual influences to the area. Did it work? I don't know. They're going to perform tonight. <laughs> well, it brought a lot of Christians out, so I guess it did bring a yeah, certain spiritual influence to the well, community. Well, look at you. There you go. Yeah. All they're doing is getting more uh, publicity for the band. Yeah. So. Um, yes. Remember remember a few uh, weeks ago when Gretchen Wilson was uh, arrested for breach of peace? Uh, yeah. Actually, this was back in August. It was more than a few weeks ago. on an airplane or something? Yeah, yeah she, was, uh, she was on an airplane and got arrested for breach of peace. Well, apparently that cost her from being on next season's Dancing with the Stars because oh, she was really? locked no. down as a cast member. But after the arrest, they had some discussion and said, we're going to pass. Oh, really? But she wasn't, she, wasn't, she wasn't convicted of anything, was she? Uh, yeah, I don't know. So they said, oh, Pocahontas is on? See ya. Yep. 
Pocahontas is owned. Pocahontas, uh, Illinois is owned. Gretchen unfortunately, Wilson? Unfortunately. Unfortunately. Huh. So uh, Time Magazine is apparently just like every neighbor that lives, you know, at least there's a couple in your neighborhood that can't wait to put up their Christmas lights and turn them on. It's <laughs> Confession time. I turned my Christmas lights on yesterday. Not even Thanksgiving, man. I know. All the other neighbors had theirs on. Oh, I yeah. see. I guess that uh, makes Everybody else fine. is doing it. Everybody else is doing it. So I, <laughs> I want to see if there are any bulbs out. <laughs> that's a, yeah, that's what you wanted to do. Uh, so anyway, everybody's throwing out their end of year list. We're going to have a ton of these coming up here shortly. Uh, but Time jumped the gun, and they've released the 10 best movies of 2018, even though we still have a month and a half to go, and there's still some movies that haven't even come out yet. Best movies of the year. Here, here are their go. choices, and I will tell you this. Looking at this list, you probably know four movies. Maybe. Best of the year. Here we go. Start shouting. You want to shout some out, or you just want me to roll through this uh, list? Avengers. Get out of here with that. Not even close well, to this that's, list. That's... Then those doesn't count. This is Time Magazine, remember. <laughs> They're not going to put Avengers the on The list there. does not count. Okay, so... That was one of my favorite... Maybe that was my favorite movie of the year. Look at that me. and... Uh, what's the other one? The superhero guy. Black Panther. Black Panther was good. Was that this year? I don't know if that was this year or last year. that was earlier this year. Wakanda Forever. Also, uh, the, the, the Deadpool. I like Deadpool. Black Panther's not that on there? Good. No, Black Panther's not on here. I'm telling you, this Obviously, list is... This is racist. <laughs> okay. So number do we, ten. Do we number, have, number, has anyone in this room seen any of these films? Um, maybe. Maybe one. Well, if they're all foreign, we know Jeff's number, song. Number ten. <laughs> number ten. Paddington two. Oh, my kids saw that. Uh, they no, loved it. I heard it was good. Number nine. Bohemian Rhapsody. Didn't see it. I saw. Uh, it. Paddington two. I think that's got a hundred hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. The first one's yeah. great. Yeah, I, I, I've never seen the first one or the second one. The first one does kids, well, though. Kids would love it. Your kids would like it. Yeah. Uh, number eight, if Beale Street could talk. Get out of here. A, uh, I don't know what that is. A Mark Cohen. Uh, uh, oh, hell no. Who's Mark Cohen? I'm walking in Memphis. Yeah, isn't that, isn't that walking in Memphis? Cohen Brothers? No, get no. out of here, man. Uh, number seven. Is he one st- of the Cohen Brothers? A Star is Born. Lady Gaga, Bradley Cooper. Mm-hmm. Number six, Can You Ever Forgive Me? Don't know that one. Number five, The Favorite. Is that how's that spelled? With a U. That just uh. came out, I think, two weeks ago. <laughs> Number four, eighth grade. Eighth grade? What is that? <laughs> Number three, first reformed. These are all great. One. I like all these movies. Number two, I don't know if anybody's seen it, but we've all said that we want to see it. Won't you be my neighbor? Ah, uh, the, the Tom Mr. Hanks. Rogers. That's not no, no, no. That's not that's not the Tom Hanks one. Oh, this that's is, a documentary. This is, the, this is the documentary. Oh, I really do want to see that, yes. Yep. And then number one, the number one movie of 2018. Best of the year. Here we go. Best of the year. La Bamba. The movie called Roma. What the hell is that? What's it about? I don't know. The city? Nobody has heard of any of these movies. The city of the tomato. We have not heard of any of these movies. (laughs) So the Avengers, huh? Didn't make it. Avengers didn't make it. Dude, no cool movies made it. <laughs> there's no action movies on there. It's all, you know, Time Magazine type movies. So there's that list. Uh, your crappy birthdays, Adam Driver, that's Kylo Ren. He is 35. Oh, yeah. Jodie Foster is 56. Oh, Kylo Ren, you don't say, huh? <laughs> Right. Uh, Jody Foster, 56. Meg Ryan, 57. Allison Janney, uh, Janney is 59. Uh, Ann Curry is 62. Calvin Klein, 76. Ted Turner is 80. And today's Burton birthday of the day. He's getting up there in age, but for a lizard, he lives. Uh, he's lived a crazy long life. Real name? 
Lawrence Zeiger? Zeiger. Larry yeah. King. 85. Larry King turning ago. into a lizard. <laughs> For a lizard? <laughs> Today's porno birthday. Yes. Which is being brought to you by Patricia's, <laughs> where fun and fantasy meet, is Tanisha Mills. Today's birthday girl has done so much work that even Mattress Direct couldn't keep a fresh selection of beds for her. She's proven her work in 244 fine films, including Big Bazookas, Dixie's Dynamite, and the All-Star Boob Queens, Just Like Sisters, Naked Bun, She's the Boss, in a movie called Wet Paint. Oh, what? And who can forget her unforgettable role in Quick Draw at the Wild Wild Chest? Tanisha Mills is 47 years old. That is your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right. Wet paint. Thank you, Tony. Kicks Brooks. I'm Ronnie Dunn. And we're wishing you a happy birthday, Riz. Thank you, fellas. The phone number 3146Walker, 314-692-5537. Cameras and chat room 1057thepoint.com slash Riz on the socials at R-I-Z-Z Show. Emails Riz Show 1057thepoint.com. A little later on, sex time fun facts. Sex toy of the week. Another doozy. I think uh, before the show, I saw it, and I said to Patrico, "Can you hang? You can hang with this." And what do you say? If you if you want to, if you want to, I, I per, personal recommendation, I would say uh, I'm against it. But it if you'd like to, you could give it a go. All right, let's do some news. Oh yeah, we're gonna do some news. And your news being sponsored by Club Fitness. So not a great start for the old loop trolley. So the trolley started operating on Friday afternoon, but it didn't make it into the loop business district because of a dispute with University City. You'd think they would have had that already kind of hashed out. But I don't know if you knew the whole story here, but um, yeah, the trolley's uh, two cars only went along part of the St. Louis portion of the route between uh, Missouri History Museum and Forest Park and a stop at Del Mar Boulevard and DePere Avenue. So it didn't actually go into where all the shops are and all that. <laughs> I love this so much. So the city manager, I I, I feel bad. I, I, I honestly, I do too. But dude, it's just now become a thing. Listen, and I had somebody over the weekend like, man, you really hate the trolley. And I don't at all. I just, it, it's been... It's one of those things now where they're like, hey, man, this is going to be awesome, and it's going to be available tomorrow, next week, uh, 2020. Like, it's just one of those things now that's just It's It's almost a comedy of errors. Yes. Thank you. That's and a great this, way to I mean, it. finally, they had the ribbon cutting. We're going to start yeah. rolling. And oh, then first yeah. the weather. <laughs> the weather on Thursday. And then here we go, <laughs> Friday afternoon. Clang, clang, clang. And then you can't even go into where you need it the most. Dude. So the city manager for U-City said the city barred the trolley enterprise from running there, be, uh, well, for now, because it had yet to carry out all the requirements of its city conditional use permit. This guy says that the trolley operation 
had yet to provide a $300,000 bond that the city could use to restore Delmar to its original condition should the trolley system um, be a complete disaster and stop operating. So they want the money to fix up Delmar right. if this thing shuts down. That and the city said officials are worried about an electrical pole put up by the trolley near a stop at the U-City Library. And this guy says it was a potential, quote, life safety hazard to motorists if they ran into it. And he said the operators should provide a raised curbs or, you know, what do they call those post bollards? Yeah, bollards. Bollards, I think. B-O-L-L-A-R-D-S. Bollards. And uh, this dude even said that uh, those are just two critical issues among about nine other things that the Loop Trolley people have known for at least two years and have yet to be addressed. So there's there's that. Like the city won't let them into the Loop area. And on day one, just after three that afternoon, gunfire broke out near the trolley line at, uh, De, uh, is it De, De Bolivar? Yes. And Forest Park Parkway after two cars collided. Cops found a Chrysler Sebring hit by bullets. The driver wasn't hurt. The other the other driver or car couldn't be found. Unbelievable. Crime scene, uh, crime scene tape blocked the trolley route as officers investigated the shooting. Unbelievable. Like, truly, truly, absolutely unbelievable. I feel terrible for the trolley folks, man. This is just a nightmare. I mean, these people have, you know, put their life into this thing. It's a $51 million project. Oh, yeah. And the city of U-City couldn't get this figured out a little bit earlier and make them have this done, like, taken care of. No, I, from from what I was reading, U-City was like, we made them aware of this, and they just did nothing to it. Like, it wasn't like all of a sudden U-City was like, whoa, 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 trolley, you ain't coming in here. This is just something the U-City was like, they knew they had to take care of this. So they started too early? That's what, uh, from what, from what I'm reading. Boy, there was a terrible accident on Saturday afternoon out in St. Charles County around uh, 4.30. This was at Highway 94 and Cedar Glen Drive. One person's dead. So the Highway Patrol and the St. Charles County Police Department said that officers for the county traffic stop in the area of Highway 94 and Independence Road. Some kind of traffic violation. Okay. The driver, 36-year-old Aaron Richardson, instead of pulling over, took off speeding westbound on 94 and didn't yield to another car turning left on 94 and crashed right into the driver's side of the car. Jeez, man. I don't know how, how fast it was going, but it must have been fast. Quick, yeah. The driver, a, a 21-year-old from St. Charles, later died at the hospital. Oh, man. boy. And this uh, this Aaron guy taken into custody, which I would think vehicular manslaughter. Yeah, well, yeah. yeah. The dummy. Well, I hate these stories, too. On Sunday morning, people in two Fenton neighborhoods woke up to find their car windows shot out. Shot out? Shot out. Wow. This was in the Winding Bluff subdivision and the Winter Valley neighborhood. Cops said that the windows were shot out at some point between 8 o'clock on Saturday night and 8 Sunday morning. Uh, BB gun, pellet gun, they're not sure which. And there is some surveillance footage from the neighborhoods. Thank you. Ring doorbells. Yeah. But cops are hoping it leads to whoever did this uh, being busted. Anyone with info is asked to call the police. 
I don't know if you've heard of the Assemblies of God megachurch in Ozark, Missouri. Sounds made up. Assemblies of God. It's a, it's a megachurch. And they have about, it's a pretty big flock, 10,000 people. Is that the huge, James River? Yeah, is that a huge one on the highway? Yeah. It's right by Lambert's out there. It's If that's the one that I'm, well, there's like four of them down there. But yeah. they are enormous. Like, I'm not even talking mega church like you're used to here. This is, I mean, it looks like they could land an airplane. Really? Oh, dude. I yeah. mean, 10,000 people is a pretty big congregation. Yeah, these yes. are enormous, enormous buildings and parking lots. And they just, I mean, it looks like a planet hmm. that you don't have to leave. So it's the Assemblies of God megachurch. Well, a pastor at the church, Pastor John Lindell, told worshipers that yoga is for the devil. Now, this has been going around for years. Yoga is for the devil. Oh, I think that is it. Yeah. Yeah, that's right off the highway, right? Yeah. I think actually James River outgrew that and they donated that to the new church. Patrico's got a picture of it up on the wow. on the screen here in the studio. It looks huge. I mean, it looks like a school. It's a big church. Yeah, Yeah, it's crazy, too. It's a university. It's designed. They almost said, like, hey, make a really nice funeral home and then just blow it up 50 million times. And that's kind of what it looks like. It's a very nice building. I mean, it's a gorgeous building. But, guys, yoga is for the devil. Mm -hmm. This has been going on. And I'll tell you why. It's because it's got demonic roots. And the pastor told people that yoga positions were, quote, created with demonic intent. And then he called Hinduism, which I guess is where yoga is derived from. Yeah. Hinduism is demonic as well. And do people actually buy into this? What do you think? Are people buying into this? Oh, yeah. Every, every, <laughs> Absolutely. Every time, <laughs> Absolutely. Every time a big mouthpiece gets on this kick for a little bit. People, people buy into it. For well, me. I guess Springfield's near here, right? Yeah, it is uh, technically Springfield. It's All like St. Right. Charles for So they're, uh, the owner of a, of a yoga studio in Springfield says the day after the sermon, she lost more than 10 customers. Yikes. Really? So people are listening. Well, oh, at a tenth, yeah. I mean, you go to that kind of church, 10,000 people. Yeah. Jeez. You know, she's lost business. Wow. Because of it, which I think is kind of rotten. Oh, I think it's definitely rotten. Yeah, I mean that's her, that's horrible. That sentiment is ages old. I mean, since yoga hit the scene, people about it. I mean, and same with the well, Harry Potter stuff yeah. and the Disney movies. I thought and, it's just you know breathing and tooting, right? Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> it's okay to know the roots of it. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of history that's about stretching it. is never. Uh, <laughs> I think if anything, that's yeah, you got a godly remember, principle. You, yeah, I mean you got to remember that a lot of it's like grounding and spirituality based and yeah. all that. So if there's a Competitive view, one can take a uh, militant stance against it, I guess. How could downward dog be satanic? <laughs> Say that again. <laughs> downward dog be satanic. Keep <laughs> <laughs> preaching. Da- uh, downward, pointing to hell. Yeah. Oh, dogs! I get it. It's hell dog, and, guess, and Riz's yeah. no, world. No, no, no. Guess what dog is? God spelled backwards. <gasps> that means he's the backwards God, and that is Satan himself. <laughs> the funny thing is, that's so absurd, and I could totally see it being said. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> the downward backwards God. <laughs> we just figured it out. And we know who that is? No way can you do Satan. yourself some... Devil yoga. Yeah, you got to make sure there's like 
awkward two and a half uh, seconds in between each syllable. Yeah. <laughs> Downward dog. dog. D O J. <laughs> J. What? J. And then at some point, you got to talk real fast. <laughs> you will never get to where you want to go when you're doing the downward dog, because that's the devil's work, and nobody wants to do the devil's work. Amen. Ever. You must make sure that when you are doing the downward dog, it is the anti-downward dog. <laughs> and you know all the flatulence in yoga classes? That's Satan oh. escaping. <laughs> sulfur of hell invading a room. Why do you think that hot yoga is so popular? <laughs> hot yoga is popular because people like the feel and the fire and broomstone. Can you smell broomstone. the sulfur? Can you smell the sulfur? <laughs> broomstone, apparently. That's not me. That was the preacher talking. I don't yeah. know what the hell you're talking about. Smell the sulfur. <laughs> You know what that smells like to me? It smells like sin. <laughs> and finally, uh, locally, it, it it's officially over for Shop and Save. That's it. Uh, they opened in 1979, and last night, I believe all their stores closed for good. Mm. What about the stickers? What stickers? There's got to be rolls they upon give, rolls of the neon stickers, stickers. Yeah. <laughs> for, you know. You, oh, you don't want a bag for your milk? Uh, or, or, yeah, or if you, hey, does your kid want a sticker? Yeah, please. All right, put that right on their shoulder. Also on this 30-pack, put the yeah. same sticker. What the hell? Thank well, you. I, 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 real quick, and I, maybe you can answer this. Is, is Schnucks uh, honoring any of the, like, Shop and Save um, coupons? coupons and I have no idea. I wonder. Well, remember, they sold, they, well, Shop and Save sold 19 of their stores to Schnucks earlier this year, and then selling off. Their stock and furnishings and computers and all that stuff. And sticker rolls. Sticker rolls. Yeah, you missed out. Schnooks now has 118 stores. Jeez. Wow. Yeah. Oh, what? 118 stores. Damn. They're the new uh, Ralphs. I mean, for the whole Midwest. Yeah. They're super nice over there at Schnooks, too. Yeah. But Shop and Save is no more. 1979 to Sunday. R.I.P. So, so all of them are gone. Shop and save? Yeah. That's it. Okay. Dunzo. Hmm. You ever uh, shop at the shop and save? Oh, yeah. That was my. That was one of my go-tos. It was either depending. So if I was leaving my house and going to the grocery store when I lived in St. Peter's, it was schnooks. But if I was out and about and going to the grocery store, it was shop, and, shop save. and save. Yeah. yeah. Not no more. All right. More news after the break. The Rizzuto Show. Traffic and weather. More news. Moon's got your sports. We'll find out if possibly somebody's getting shot today. As far as the Riz Show football pick'em challenge. Oh, really? Why are you shaking your head? Because. Shoot me now. I think I did okay. I know I did horrendous. I think oh, I've never done terrible. worse in the history really? of. Oh, what happened to your game. system for this week? It fell apart. <laughs> I mean, you know. It's the NFL's uh, you most know. unpredictable <laughs> joke of a, uh, a betting process there is. By the way, somebody's saying only the schnooks that bought Shop and Save, like that moved into the Shop and Saves, right. they, they, they are honoring gift cards until next month. Huh. Uh, now you know. Uh, okay, that makes sense. I appreciate the information. Thank you. 806 on this Monday. Another look at your traffic and weather. Here is Patrico. Whatever you're reaching for better be a sandwich because you're going to have to eat it. <laughs>
1057 The Point. So I believe the plan is for tomorrow to give you all the details on our New Year's Eve uh, celebration. Either tomorrow or Wednesday. Hopefully we get all the... Uh, a lot of people asking, man. I know. Oh, Hopefully we get it's... all the details all settled. I, I want to make sure the, the announcement is right. I don't know what question we get more. Where can I find the Taking Care of Business beer or yeah. what's up for New Year's? I we'll mean, let you know either too. tomorrow or Wednesday. Target date is tomorrow. Well, especially since you leaked that little uh, tidbit of information last week. That it will be probably the final New Year's Eve celebration for a little while. Yeah. And the yeah. fact that you released the date, too. Which is pretty. Oh yeah, you kind of blew yeah, that. You got the there. date, guys. <laughs> but we're gonna let it all hang out, and we have a theme. Remember last year was prom. Mm-hmm. Prom theme last year. This year, I think it's something even better. What? I just thought of. I don't know why. I thought you were going to say this, but I thought you were going to say. You know how last year last year's theme was prom. This year's theme is going to be morning after. Morning after what? Prom. Oh, everybody's pregnant? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that was just mine. Uh, Sorry. No, I'll let you know tomorrow. <laughs> Anybody ever been to the uh, the Hancock building in Chicago? I don't know what that is. I don't know. I've seen it, never been in it. It is the fourth tallest building in Chicago. Yeah, Oprah lives there. Is that true? Yeah, and Chris Farley died there. That's where I heard of it for. That, yeah. That's where I heard of it before. I didn't in, know in you were o- a Hancock building, building. So uh, I know all about this. He's a aficionado. <laughs> he's a Hancock building historian. Yeah. What, what year was it, Bill Scott? Uh, good question. It was 1984. Well, six people were stuck in an elevator there for three hours on Friday. But check this out. Not only were they stranded there for three hours, this is after a broken hoist rope caused the express elevator to malfunction. It dropped from the 95th floor to the 11th floor. Oh my oh, God! Oh man, that is ta- that is uh, the Tower of Terror at is Disney. That, is that terrifying? Have you ever been on that? By the way, the Tower of Terror. Yeah, it's the coolest ride. I there. don't like those dropping. Ooh, I love it. I don't like the dropping <laughs> rides. Ooh, like the Superman ride does that too at Six Flags. Yeah, see, I want to do that right now. Not a fan of that. I like those rides that make me go, "Ooh, I gotta go potty." Oh, oh, I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> I even when I see a hill on the road, I, I give it a little more gas. Oh, yeah, so I, I know, go. I know what you're talking about that. that my feeling. stomach can't handle it anymore. See, spinnies and twisties and flippies, that does it to me. But with the drops, oh, man, let's do it again. So it dropped from the 95th floor to the 11th floor. And by the way, this is not an amusement park. This is an actual, there's a building. This is is life. (laughs) Yeah. And as a safety, there's a a bunch of uh, hoist ropes that, that, that hold up an elevator car. So if one fails, the others are able to carry the weight. And guys, it's a miracle nobody was hurt. But, again, they were in there for three hours. And when rescuers tried to find the stuck elevator, there were no openings between the floors because of the building's, what they call it, a a blind shaft-style layout. So crews had to hammer out concrete walls in the garage on the 11th floor to get them out. And they had to be hoisted out of the car using cables. What a nightmare. (laughs) Yikes. That's like like a Batman movie. You know, yeah. something that happens when Batman's rescuing somebody and he disappears and then have stuck you, in an elevator. Have you ever heard the uh, the myth, and it's got to be false, 
that anybody could survive an elevator drop if you just jump at the right moment. Have you heard that before? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, get out of here. Oh, it's happened before. Remember that interview? Oh, no, no. No, because, because he because died. What, yeah. what, what everybody forgets is that the car crushes. Well, what everybody forgets is you're in an elevator. How the hell do you know right before it drops? Yeah, you go. Like, right, you go, right, right oh, yeah, here's it, the ground coming. Everybody, when, three, two, oh, Henry's. Totally screwed up the countdown. When the when the when the cable gets cut or whatever and it starts dropping, it's not like the numbers are still showing up. It doesn't. It's not the movies, folks. <laughs> it doesn't go eight seven five five five. It doesn't do that. You just drop and then you wake up in heaven. I mean, that's how that works, unfortunately. Yeah. Or you drop uh-huh. eighty floors and luckily it stops and you go. Is it when the doors open? Is am I going to be dead? Yeah, you got fifty floors to think of how many or to to try to see how many curse words. Well, you so there say. were six people uh, to start with. They cannibalized one person. <laughs> uh, we don't know how long we're going to be in here. So. Oh, a- apparently Mythbusters d- did that and busted it. The, oh, really? It, it's absolutely not true. Hey, if you're an ordinary middle-aged guy and a, a young, attractive stranger seduces you out of nowhere, maybe, guys, there is an ulterior motive. Aww. Just saying. There is a 52-year-old guy from New Jersey. Last week, he was gambling at the Seminole Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Florida. So a 30-year-old woman named Cassidy Paris walked up to him, told him he looked stressed out, and offered to go up to his hotel room to give him a massage. Well, can't turn that down. <laughs> what could happen? What could happen when a strange lady comes up to him and says, you look stressed. Can I go back to your hotel room? I'll give you a massage. Um, yeah. She could give you one of those Swedish massages, and you're just like, oh, well, what a waste of time. She was just being nice, just being polite. I mean, he didn't see anything suspicious about it, so he goes, okay. <laughs> they get up there. They start kissing. Mm, well, uh-huh. I don't know about you, but every time I go to a legit massage place, they go, hey, would you like to start kissing? <laughs> kissing and a hugging? So they get up to the room. They start kissing, and Cassidy goes, oh, I'm going to go to the bathroom and freshen up. And then he heard... His hotel room door open and close, and she's gone, and guess what? Shocker. She made off with $10,000 in cash, $6,100 in chips, and his $50,000 watch. Oh. Shocking, huh, guys? Who was this guy? No kidding. He was a high roller. Uh, Apparently, the highest of highs. Ten grand in cash, $6,100 in chips, and his $50,000 watch gone. Fortunately for him, the cops were able to find her on surveillance video from the casino where they, they saw footage of her getting into a car. And then they traced that car to a motel about four miles away, and she was arrested. I mean, she's all right looking. Look her up. Cassidy Price. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. Cassidy Paris. Cassidy Paris. She's all right. Do you think if she said her last name to him that it would have been different? He wouldn't have invited her up? Paris? Whoa. That doesn't seem this, trustworthy. Is this a singer? Cassidy no, Paris? Dude, what? I, man, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah, that's Gerard Way from My Chemical her, Romance. What are you doing lately? That's her mugshot. Yeah. <laughs> that's Gerard Way from My Chemical Romance. You look similar. Kind of. I mean, I don't know what she looks like made up, but. Your exact words were, she looks all right. What? I don't know what she looks like made up. But you made that statement based on that photo. And that's her mugshot? It's a, you're also in a casino. So who knows what, you know, Uh-oh. what's going on. There's a singer named Cassidy Paris, and that's all that's popping yeah. up for me. And she looks good. 
Not the same person? Definitely not. Nope. Well, anyway, uh, men aren't the only ones who fall for scams like this. Uh, a woman in Michigan was scammed out of $30,000 after she believed she was in an online relationship with a certain celebrity. So this woman was scammed uh, after she thought she was in a legit online relationship with Tom Cruise. <laughs> oh, man. And she befriended Tom Cruise on Facebook about six months ago, and she thought they were in a pretty serious relationship. And fake Tom Cruise told her that he'd opened up a checking account in her name with Wells Fargo. And she said there was 30, well, he said there was 30 grand in the account. I'm just going to give it to you. But fake Tom Cruise told the woman that she needed to write and deposit three checks worth of 9800 bucks in order to get the money out. So she did. And turns out it really wasn't Tom Cruise. You gotta be kidding what? me. What? That's weird. I bet, I bet, and this is not, I'm not making fun, I'm not poking fun at all. I bet this is someone with like severe issues, like depression issues, mental issues. I mean, this is somebody that's like, hey, Tom Cruise is in love with me. Yeah, it's sad. No, come on. You, th- th- no, it's not. It's somebody online pretending to be Tom Cruise. Nah, it's really no, him. No, it's Tom. He said it. He said it was him. I call him Tommy. And don't forget, Tom Cruise is pretending to be Tom Cruise as well. There's a lot of people out there pretending to be Tom Cruise. Tom Cruise is Tom Cruise. Right. Almost 31 million people, Americans actually, are flying somewhere for Thanksgiving this week. So it's going gonna, it's gonna to be hell. So I think I just found the patron saint of, uh, of travel. And he's a guy uh, flying in Pakistan. And this is uh, last Thursday. His flight was delayed by bad weather. And it made him so angry that he set his luggage on fire. Right in the middle of the airport. And there's video. There's video of him setting his luggage on fire right in the middle of the airport. (laughs) Because that'll show him. (laughs) And the airport security apparently sympathized with his frustration so much they they put out the fire and decided not to have him arrested. Okay. This is not a good idea, sir, but we get it. We get it. <laughs> There's chilies over there. Go have a beer. Can a dog be racist? Uh, what? Can a dog be racist? Yes or no? Can a dog be racist? No. No. I mean, racism is trending right now, so I guess it could cross species. A newspaper in England studied the London police dogs, uh, I'm sorry, studied the London's police logs on hate crime over the past couple of years. And while a lot of them definitely, you know, are awful, there is a crazy one that kind of stands out. Uh, someone called the cops to report a dog had pooped outside their house and they believed it was racially motivated. Come on, man. <laughs> I mean, seriously, come on. And the cops investigated. I don't know what they found, but it's on the books. I bet the dog barked at him as well. It's on the books. Uh, we mentioned the Hancock building in, in Chicago before. Uh, if you've ever been to Chicago, you know it's not easy to find parking. It's like New York City. Mm-hmm. It's ridiculous. Yeah. So there's a guy named Michael Oates who's got it down pretty good. He uh, he owns at least 38 different vehicles. I guess there's like an Airbnb kind of site called oh, the Turo. Yes, 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 yes. I know exactly about this. This is so if if... Me and you, we're going to L.A. for something, mm-hmm. okay? And we want to go visit a buddy 30 minutes away. You don't want to Uber. You don't want to take a cab. You don't want to do any of that. We could pull up this app, and it basically is exactly what you said, oh, Airbnb. You rent a car. You rent a car, but it's person to person. 
So this guy's got 38 different vehicles, which he rents out through this Turo app. And he parks all 38 vehicles on the street. And as you can imagine, his neighbors are not thrilled. His entire freaking fleet is on the street. Mm-hmm. So the neighbors called their alderman to complain about the situation. And the alderman determined, like, hey, man, there's nothing nothing in the books where, you, you know, you can only park one or two cars out. There's nothing wrong with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. He I mean, it's, park. It's, it's completely rude. He's a douche. But it's not illegal. But there might be something wrong with him running what amounted to a full-scale rental car business without a license. <laughs> so Michael was sent a cease and desist letter. But here's the thing. It looks like his business exists in a uh, what they're calling a uh, legal gray zone that would have to be addressed at a state level. At any rate, uh, Michael responded by moving his cars into private parking lots for a while anyway. But this past September, one of his neighbors sent an email to the alderman's chief of staff saying that uh, he is back to parking all 38 cars on the street in his neighborhood. I mean— I don't understand. So they're basically saying because of some legalese, then he, he, he might be able to do this? Yeah, I guess so. All right. I mean, you just got to be a rotten person. 38 cars. And I mean, why do you have that many cars? <laughs> I mean, I know probably I guess he's pretty successful, this. successful as this thing. Yeah. I just don't I just don't get it, man. Oh, and finally, back on the flying thing. Uh, there's a 51-year-old guy who's suing British Airways saying that he suffered back injuries when he had to sit next to a fat passenger during a 13-hour flight. And the guy says that he estimates that the man sitting next to him during the flight from Bangkok to London was about 6'4 and 320, which that's a big guy, mm-hmm. 6'4, 320. And he says he was crushed up against the wall of the plane by the passenger who was in the middle seat and has since suffered nerve damage to his back and his pelvis was knocked out of alignment. Wow. Now did that guy sit in his lap? I'm not sure. I mean, I've sat next to pretty large people. I think this guy may be exaggerating a bit. Mm-hmm. Don't you think? Maybe. Now, he said that uh, if he or the passenger could be moved, he asked, but he was told it wasn't possible because the flight was full. And he said, I think it's up to the staff to take control of the situation, uh, and they should have asked a passenger on the aisle seat to swap with the larger man in the middle. I guess they could have done that. But uh, British Airways is actually fighting the guy's claim. But they're not commenting because the case is ongoing. One of our buddies. What a joy. One of our buddies went uh, to a vacation recently, went to like Puerto Rico or something like that. And uh, he said that <clears throat> his wife was in the uh, window seat. He was in the middle seat, and the aisle seat was taken up by a rather large man who had to ask, for, so large that he had to ask for a seatbelt extender. Yeah. And he brings up a good point. If you have to ask for a seatbelt extender, shouldn't you be required to buy two seats? And this is coming from a former fat guy, and I agree with that. Southwest used to make you do that. I don't think they'd do it anymore. Remember Kevin Smith? Yeah. When he was at his biggest, he complained that he was told he had to buy two seats. I don't know if they do that anymore. They Listen, I was at my biggest when we flew out to L.A. to film Beach Shazam. Although that, now, now, you know, the airlines have to watch because they, if they offend somebody, that person's going to be yeah. sue happy. Yeah. And, uh, and, and, and I fit. I mean, it was tight, but I fit. 
I don't know. Yeah, we'll see what happens with this. I feel like we're at a teetering point with that kind of talk. Well, remember, seats are getting smaller. Room is getting smaller on planes. Leg room, all that stuff. Yeah. What a joy, huh? Travel. Yeah. <laughs> but, I joy. mean, listen, when you sign up for a 13-hour flight, you're going to be uncomfortable regardless. And if you're... Um, if you're in, if you're in coach, it's a crapshoot. Yeah, you don't know who's sitting next to you. That's your news, brought to you by Travers Automotive and RV Group. The Rizzuto Show Sports, and here is Moon with your sports. Your sports brought to you by Hot Shot Sports Bar and Grill. Eleven area locations, all the games, all the time. Uh, only in Cleveland, guys. A few weeks ago, the Cleveland Browns finally got around to firing head coach Hugh Jackson, not the Australian guy. Uh, who was somehow not fired last year after a winless season and a 1-31 record in his first two seasons. So where do the Browns go from here? Well, yesterday ESPN reported, that's right, ESPN reported that they have a candidate on their radar, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice. This can't be true. I'm sure it's not, but it's fun for them to talk about for now. You, uh, Patrico texted me this yesterday, and it was it was Adam Schechter that... Adam yeah. Schefter, yeah. Schefter and, that, that tweeted this out. Uh, yeah. listen, and he's legit. And I told you what I think it was this morning. I think it was somebody in the front office or somebody behind the scenes, whatever, has said, like, hey, man, maybe we should bring Condoleezza Rice in. I mean, she was the Secretary of Defense, and Defense wins championships, so let's uh, uh, let's bring her in. Uh, and an intern went, I'm going to ESPN, I'm going to Schefter and saying, hey, they're bringing Condoleezza Rice in. Wow. Well, he said that she's a big, giant uh, fan, attends a lot of home games, and is apparently BFFs with some of the higher-ups in the organization. He admitted there would be a long shot, of course, but... Um, Huge understatement, uh, even for the Browns. I mean, anything is uh, possible, I suppose. Connelly's father was a football coach, uh, but she has no coaching or football experience outside of being a big Browns fan. She uh, isn't she on the board for for the NCAA when it comes to uh, football? I don't know. I she, she has something to do with college football, or did at, at some point. And would that make her the first uh, woman coach? Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah. There's been some, has there been some assistants? One, I think. Yeah. Yeah. She she cool. said. Quote, I love my Browns, and I know they'll hire an experienced coach. I'm not ready, but I would like to call a player two next season if the Browns needed ideas. Well, speaking of football, you want to go over these uh, these picks here? Sure. Yeah, I got skip. some other football news, but let's do that because I might as well be shot. You think it's you? I'm, I, dude, I, just, I was awful. I mean, first of all, going into it, I even said, that if I'm going to lose a week, it's this one because all the games were, were going to be unpredictable. Well, the only one with a point going into Sunday's games were was Patrico. And King Scott. Yeah. Oh, both of you. Yeah, you yeah. got it, too. So both of you had the Seahawks yes. for the Thursday game. Yep. Bengals-Ravens. The Ravens wound up winning. Yes. Who had the Bengals? I did. No, 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 no. I did not. I had the Ravens. I had the Ravens. Now, you had said was Flacco didn't play. No, and they were talking about RG3. He and then was they, not. And they did, did not, not start him. They ended up it was going some other with, guy. Uh, yeah, him. And he won. Tim Smith. That's nope. incorrect. <laughs> Uh, the late game uh, yesterday was the Vikings-Bears. I had the Bears. Bears. Bears won. Okay. That's, and that's where my uh, wins uh, pretty much end. Panthers, Lions. Panthers. Panthers. Panthers, Panthers they lost. Uh, and by the way, what was your what was your method of picking? Uh, this was red this letter day. So yes. if the red was in the logo or the name, you went with that. If there was no red in the competition, it was the larger logo or the letter. All right, Titans, Colts. Who had the Colts? Me. God. Jerk. I did. Oh. Colts won. Cool, good for you guys. Cowboys. Yeah, Falcons. 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 Uh, the Falcons, they lost. Buccaneers, New York Giants. Who knew that one? There's the, no way anybody picked the Giants. I did. Get out of here. No, you didn't. Damn right I did. Uh, I believe. Look right there, the Giants. With a big check mark next to that one. I 
Photoshop. I believe Anthony Stalter also went with the Giants. Saints, Great. Eagles. I did have the Saints. Saints. Saints, blowout. Thank God. Texans, Redskins. Washington. Texans. Washington. You had Washington? Yeah. They lost. I had the Texans. They won. Broncos, Chargers. 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 Chargers, they lost. Cardinals, Raiders. Nobody Cardinals. had the Raiders, right? I had the Cardinals. Okay. Oh, they lost. Okay. Betting on the Raiders. Boy, Steelers, Jaguars. How about the Jaguars blowing it? Don't even. Don't even. <laughs> Boy, the Jaguars. Nothing, you pieces of crap. I, I had Steelers. I had the Steelers, too. Win. So, tonight's the Chiefs and the, and the Rams. Chiefs and Rams. And uh, here we go. So, winning the week. Moon, now this may sound pretty good to you. Winning the week with only seven correct, Riz. Yeah! <laughs> Coming in second place with six correct, Tony Patrico. And Jeff Burton. And Johnny Fandango. And Anthony Stalter. I told you, too cocky. This has I nothing to do with it. This is a crapshoot. The whole thing is a joke. Did coming, I say you're too cocky? Coming in third place, King Scott. Yeah. And Moon. Oh. Both with four correct. Both, four correct. Both, it's got to be the worst ever, right? Both with the Chiefs tonight. Who comes down to points. Yep, so I'm getting shot tomorrow. Can I borrow those extra thick pants you wear all the time? <laughs> I do not wear thick jeans yeah, and thin. All right, how many points do you have for, for the game? I have 47. 47 to King Scott's? 43. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. What a good game. This is going to be out of Both these teams better just forget defense. <laughs> no, oh, I want amazing deep. <laughs> you be getting shot four times? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and only one for you. It would, yeah, be my first. Ooh. I'm not happy about this at all. all right. Speaking of football, Washington Redskins uh, quarterback Alex Smith out for the season after suffering a horrific broken leg injury. Uh, he broke both bones in his lower right leg when he was sacked in the second half uh, by Jackson and Watt of the Texans. 33 years to the day since Joe Theismann suffered wow. the exact same career-ending end, uh, injury while playing for uh, remember Washington. remember who sacked uh, Joe Theismann? Lawrence Taylor. That's right, two first names. I got uh, I got the call on that. Oh, oh. I want to hear. Here comes the blitz. Here comes the clean. Alex Smith under heat. He's steamrolled at the 40-yard line. That takes him out of field goal range. And Alex Smith is hurt. Alex Smith is hurt. He clutched his right knee as he went down, and he is hurt. Exact same date, 33 years ago, Joe Theismann suffered his career-ending broken leg. Lawrence Taylor there on the tackle clearly distraught at what happened and a lot of those feelings came back for those watching this game today including Theismann who tweeted Alex's leg is exactly like mine 33 years ago. I know it was uh, very painful for him and, and uh, you know heartbreaking for a lot of people. You know, he's a great guy and a hard worker and uh, one of the key leaders on his football team so these things happen in pro football unfortunately right. just hate to see him happen to a guy like Alex but uh, knowing the type of guy he is I think he'll bounce back. Yikes. Yeah, did he mention how, uh, so Smith was 34, two years younger than Theismann was at the time. But I don't know, man. That was Joe pretty, Theismann pretty wear gross. a hairpiece? Like now or then? It was a helmet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Thank you, Scott. You're welcome. Uh, athletes looking for Thanks what for coming in today. Athletes are always looking for whatever edge they can get, even if the sports team uh, sports seems random and the edge is foul. Check this out. Apparently, the Grand Slam of darts in <laughs> England on Thursday, a match was going down that ended in controversy. A he who smelt a Delta controversy, 47-year-old guy named Gary Anderson, who's a two-time world champion, beat a 34-year-old guy named Wesley Harms. But afterward, Wesley blamed it on Gary distracting him by that. He said, quote, it'll take me two nights to lose this smell from my nose. Gary is fighting back hard saying, if the boy thinks I farted, he's a thousand and ten percent wrong. I swear on my children's lives that it was not my fault. So it was a little toot scooting boogie. That's right. In fact, he thinks that Wesley was passing gas, blaming it on him, and said on, every guys. time every time I walked past, it was a waft of rotten eggs. Do so you think it was crop dusting? Guys, we're adults here, and you're going to blame <laughs> dudes for tooting? That's why you lost your hey, championship? Man, athletes. It's a World Series. What do they call it? The, uh, the Grand Slam of darts. Well, you want to hear uh, Gary talking about it? Here's a reporter yeah. asking Gary about it. There he is. <laughs> Just spoke to Wesley, and besides that, he said you were a class player, and you let him alive in the first session. He said that it was smelly on the stage. I thought Wesley had farted on stage, did he? No. He, he, well, I think he thinks you did it. It was bad. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. It was a stink. I thought it was him. And he started playing better, but must have needed to get some wind out. Yeah. And he thought it was you. Oh, no. Hands up. Swear on my kid's life. So help me God. <laughs> Nothing crossed. But it was smelly anyway. It was smelly. Usually if I fart on stage, I myself. And you know that. <laughs> I've told you in the documentary. Ain't scared to... If, if I'd farted it smelled like that, I'd put my hands up and go, oh, sorry, I need to get so off. So who was it then? Well, don't tell me. You've got enough three boys up there. So... <laughs> no, it definitely came from, It was table side. Listen, they'll take somebody off the game. Yeah. Welcome to the UK Sports leading story. I get it. Uh, <laughs> I get uh, real it. quick, big Cardinals announcement today. Uh, we don't know exactly what it is. Here's what we do know. Dan McLaughlin, our, our, our favorite Dan McLaughlin TV broadcaster for the Cardinals, will be hosting the event on stage at Ballpark Village. Uh, this is going to be the president of baseball operations, uh, John Johnny M. Uh, we got Bill DeWitt the third. He's going to be out there. Uh, Ozzy Smith, current center fielder Harrison Bader, and former Cardinals outfielder and St. Louis native Kerry Robinson. After the event, fans get a bunch of giveaways, 25% off discounts at lunch at Cardinals Nation Restaurant. Uh, and the info... Every local station in sports, they're writing articles about what it could be, and it's really announcement. nobody knows. The people are guessing from blue jerseys coming back to some big signing. To everybody's saying it's it's the powder blue jerseys are coming back. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, that's that's a that's Channel a, Two yeah. saying that too. It, it, it could be the anything. The Cardinals know, and they will uh, tell us later uh, tonight. Our seven, eight, and three St. Louis Blues take on the uh, L.A. Kings at home, seven p.m. Uh, I'm Moon, and that's how you do sports because everybody likes playing with balls. Well, I guess the Cardinals tweeted out a picture of Ozzie Smith doing his backflip and the and the powder blue jersey. Mm -hmm. So everybody said, "Oh, there it is." Yeah, I also wondered if that meant possibly he was coaching at some Ooh. position. Oh. That could be cool. You yeah, know, that's yeah, a better that guess than be. half the crap I read. I mean, I Thank read you. five or six articles of guesses, and it was some of it was absurd. I bet you that's going to be the powder blue jerseys. Oh. I'd love to see Ozzie, which they've been Aussie selling coach. in the stores. Anyway, and are a huge seller. So, yeah. uh, before we get to the official headline, Hoosh, or a little Hoosh extra for you. Congratulations, uh, Chris Stapleton was named the Waffle House Jukebox Country Artist of the Year. All right, oh, wow. <laughs> good, good man, that's awesome. Here he is talking about it, Chris uh, Stapleton. You know, I've had a lot of dreams come true, but one dream that I wanted to have was to have a song on the Waffle House jukebox. Got it. 
And not only did I get a song in the Waffle House jukebox, I got this fantastic award from Waffle House. So thank you so much, Waffle House. We love you. We're going to keep on eating. They got the drum there, roll going. I was, was going to say, is there a high school drum line behind him practicing? No, there's probably some jackhammering going on. Oh, it's like the him. it's like the Levi's factory, and it's a rivet machine. <laughs> jackhammering. <laughs> All right, here's headline Who's story of the day. There is Udo Show headline Who's brought to you by one two three mortgage dot com three one four eight six two zero one two three a division of AFN NMLS number two three seven three four one. Boy, this uh, this story is so Florida it hurts. Honestly, <laughs> it's from Hudson, Florida. A woman was arrested last week after allegedly leaving her two small kids alone in a hot car that had a bunch of uh, that had a bunch of meth in the front seat while she stopped at the uh, well, she, I'm sorry, stopped while she shopped at the Dollar Tree store. Let me start that over. Two kids, hot car, meth in the front seat while she's shopping at the Dollar Tree. Got it. And you know, everyone will leave your meth in the hot car. It heats up, smells all funny. 24-year-old Nicole Buffington left the kids in the car for about 30 minutes. Cops responding to a 911 call found the kids, a seven-year-old boy, one-year-old girl. Cops also found a bag containing a crystalline substance on top of clutter in the driver's seat. Nicole was found inside the Dollar Tree, arrested on child neglect and narcotics possession charges. Surprisingly, guys, not her first run-in with the law. Her rap sheet includes arrests for drug possession, possessions of uh, drug paraphernalia, yeah. as well as an arrest for theft and failure to appear in court. Perfect. Everything's coming up, Nicole. <laughs> Nicole Buffington from Hudson, Florida. You are today's Headline Hoosh. They constantly portray abnormal sexual behavior as being normal. Come on. Let's talk about sex, baby. They glorify unnatural sex acts. Yeah. The Rizzuto Show. Sexy time, fun facts. Here we are, guys. It's Monday. Sexy time fun facts, and you know what? We are uh, entering the, the you know the Thanksgiving to Valentine's Day period right now, and where it could be, I guess it could be tough to be single. And if you don't think it's that tough, no worries. I'm sure your family will be very happy to remind you on Christmas. Oh, I'm still single, huh? Still haven't found the one. She's out there for you somewhere. Just gotta go get her. Make yourself available. Try harder. So uh, that website, WalletHub, just ranked uh, 182 of the biggest cities in the country from the best place to be single to the worst. And in case you're, you're at the point where you're just ready to move to improve your dating life. And the rankings are based on 34 different factors, including the average cost of dinner at a restaurant and drinks, the percentage of the population that's single, activities, online dating opportunities, and things even like the price of gym memberships. And the best city for single people is Festus. Oh. I'm kidding. It's Atlanta. it's Atlanta. It's Atlanta. 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 That's not it's right. Atlanta. What do you mean it's not right? Oh, they do have the Coca-Cola Museum. They said it's right. Oh, okay. They said it's Atlanta. Yeah, that's it, Scott. They said, yeah. well, this is real close between this, 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 and this. Atlanta's got the Coke. Oh, Coca-Cola they got museum, the Coke museum. So that's so. the winner. Right. Traffic by? and soda music. Followed Tuscaloosa. No. Tuscaloosa. Tuscaloosa. Tus- Denver. Tuscaloosa. Denver. That should be number one. Denver. Yeah. 
Denver, Denver is an attractive Let's city. Scott goes, that should be number one. I'm moving to Denver. Yeah. <laughs> then San Francisco, then Portland, Oregon, Los Angeles, Seattle, Chicago, San Diego, Minneapolis, and Portland, Maine. St. Louis is number 31. That's not bad. That's not terrible. Portland, Maine. Portland, Maine. Interesting. They don't make many lists up there. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, good for Portland, them. Maine. And I know why there's a lot of single people there, because there's not very many attractive ones. Oh, oh man. hell yeah. wow. Hell fire. fire. Moon told <laughs> you me better that. Apologize. You are Get single. Out of here. Why? Never say that. <laughs> why are you single? I love that town. You better apologize to the people of Portland, Maine. I will at some point. Uh, the worst wins. city to be single in is Brownsville, Texas. That's at the southern tip of the state. Then you got uh, Pembroke Pines, Florida, which I'm, I'm imagining there's a lot of old people there. So, <laughs> uh, Hialeah, Florida, Pearl City, Hawaii. That's a bad city to be single in. South Burlington, Vermont, Warwick, Rhode Island, Glendale, California, Lewiston, Maine, Yonkers, New York, and Laredo, Texas. Those are bad cities to be in if you're single. But there you go, Atlanta. Atlanta, Denver. Get you some. I'm in a good San city Francisco, for this. Portland, Oregon. Get you some ATL. Uh, good news for everyone who's, uh, you know, growing a mustache or you got the beard. According to a study, men with facial hair are more attractive than men without it. And the survey asked 8,500 women to rate men on how attractive they are. And here are the results from most to least attractive. Number one, most attractive Heavy stubble, like 10 days worth or so of heavy stubble. So by 6 o'clock, us Italians are good to go. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Followed by, by by full beard, then the light stubble, and then clean shaven was number four. The mustache didn't make the list? Mustache did not make the list, no. Bummer. The chops, just the... Chops did not make the, the top four. Oh, what about the Lincoln? That's a good look. You mean just a chin strap? <laughs> the big giant chin strap. <laughs> <laughs> the lengthy Lincoln too, dude. I'll tell you what. I did that one. Did Lincoln have a chin strap? Was it was that considered a chin strap? Yeah, Lincoln was no. the one that went all the way down, then he had a bigger kind of goatee and yes. then all the It was no, That's not it was a no chin strap, though. Yes, it is. Well he no, did, that he is, did that a lot. is considered that is considered. Is it considered the chin, the chin strap? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's almost a neared. Well, yeah, but his came all the way up to his lip. Yeah. Oh, okay, you're right, yeah. Yeah, he had a full beard and just got rid of the, the, the upper. The mustache? Yeah, just the connection. Yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, listen. He got rid of the bridge. It's called the Lincoln for a reason. You know, it didn't make the list of Hitler. That did not make. Lincoln not also that did. Not, <laughs> that did not make the top five. Lincoln also did the the chin goatee real wide. Yeah, yeah, like cheek yeah, yeah. to cheek on the lower yeah. thing, and I think it looks actually pretty. pretty See, boss. you're thinking, Riz, when you think, when you think chin strap, you think this. Yeah. Yeah, that's the chin strap. Where it's, I mean, truly a chin strap. Is that Chris Pratt? No, it looks, but it like, looks him. like him. That's Chris Pratt. No, it's not. That's not Chris Pratt. Yes, it is. Dude, it's not. Doug Pratt. Chris, First of all, not. that's not a chin strap. The yes, reason, it is. No, he's no. The, he's, got, he's got the mustache, it's still a chin strap. Because oh, there's okay. no connection. There's no connection between the mustache and. If there was a connecting, you're good here. But the, and the that's, beard. That's chin strap. Interesting. Yeah, I guess the Lincoln is his own thing. Yeah. <laughs> And the researchers say there's an evolutionary aspect to, to the whole women liking beards thing. Uh, beards make men look more masculine. Quote, beards may be more attractive as they indicate a male's ability to successfully complete socially with other males for resources. Hmm. Huh. The chin strap's so funny. If, if, if you, like, back up and it's a thin chin strap, it looks like it's basically a... Uh, um, 
a safety device so your hair doesn't fly away. Mm, yes. And then, and then, the, 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 and then the, big, the big one, the lengthy Lincoln, you know, the lengthy chin strap, looks like it's holding your jaw on your face. Yeah. Yeah, Lincoln was not an attractive man. Are you kidding? I think he has some kind of... Without the beard? Well, he, I mean, look. He, look at him when, without when, the beard. When he was younger, I mean, he's got an interesting look. He's like very sharp yeah. and Marfanzy. But, uh, yeah, he did, did he have Marfans? Uh, uh, that it was never diagnosed, but they, they think... They say that's what he had. They think he had a touch of the Marfans. What the hell is that? Marfans. It's, um... Makes your veins tiny. No, it makes, uh... Or thin. It's like, uh... Small so, face? No, some of your body, like, overgrows itself. Yeah. Didn't, um, the Alton Giant, he have Marfans? Robert Wadlow? Good job, man. Proud of you. Thanks, man. Yeah. I know a lot of dumb information. <laughs> That's not dumb. That a lot of things awesome. are kicking around up here. <clears throat> Let's see. Uh, genetic disorder that affects the body's connect, uh, connective tissue. The connective tissue holds on the body's cells, organs, tissues together. Blah, blah, blah. Well, that doesn't see, help. That's right. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, I think that, that, that he did have that. But you don't think he's attractive? I mean, I don't know. Eh, not my type. Interesting qualities. Not my type. Yeah, if you told him that to his face, you'd blow his mind. Hey, did you put oh, him? Oh, my. Man. Holy cow, Boy. Holy cow. It's too soon. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Wow. <laughs> you, man. <laughs> you. It's just like a theater of people applauding for you. Very happy. Thank you. What? Do you hear what he just said? Yeah. That's not funny. I feel bad. How do you, you miss, not feel you bad? You missed an I earlier one. By the way, we all missed an earlier one, and Scott said a curse word on the air. Say what? When we I... were talking about the darts and the guys farting during the darts, Scott, while we were all talking. Dart farts? He said, no, he said, they're athletes. That's <laughs> 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 pretty good, too. That's his first ever curse word on the air. <laughs> and one of his first few jokes. They're actually oh, funny. Oh, thank you. Way to, be, way to be funny for the first time. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Three? <laughs> hey, look, everybody, a subject everyone wants to talk about. How many people uh, their mom has had sex with? <clears throat> okay. <laughs> I know. I flat out asked my mother once. Is it one? Yeah. So she tells you. Oh, no. But come on, man. You all met my mom. I don't know what she was like years ago. Neither did I, so I had to ask. 50 years ago. Who knows? How long has uh, your parents uh, have your parents been married? They've been married since hell. I don't know. Uh, I think the sixties. Okay. Or may, no, maybe it was early seventies. I don't know. A long ass time. It was. It's over fifty because we just celebrated the fiftieth. Well, there is a new study out of Ohio State University that looked at more than seven thousand moms and their kids, and they found an unexpected connection. The number of quote romantic partners. You've had is probably right around the same number your mom has. And that's true even if you never witnessed her in most of those relationships. So that means if you've dated and gotten on with a ton of people, guess who else has too? Yeah, your mom. And the researchers say it's probably because our mothers pass on relationship skills to us. Mm-hmm. Which, I think especially for girls. Which influences how we interact with everyone, including people in our dating life. And the researchers didn't find any connection between a father's number of romantic partners and this kid's numbers, but it's it's about the mom. It's all about the moms. Yeah, I think this 
I think that's especially true with moms and their daughters. Speaking of your mom, uh, according to a new study at Harvard, of all places, people are way kinkier than you realize. Oh, great. 22% of people in this study said they're into doing fetish stuff. And another 40% are intrigued. <laughs> and that and that means right around two-thirds of people are down with getting kinky. And in terms of the most common fetish stuff people have done, 58% say they have used adult toys. 46% have done some kind of bondage or S&M stuff. 40% have done the naughtiest, filthiest type of sex. And 24% have been in a threesome or orgy. How many 29%? 24%. Wow. And the study also found the, the most popular fetish is, quote, humiliation and power. Sometimes people cheat, guys. And it turns out there's a day of the week and a time it's most likely to happen. On a Friday at 6.45 p.m. That's the time. That's the uh, the day of the week. Friday, 6.45. And the data comes from, uh, from a new survey conducted by uh, the dating website for married people. I hate to even give these people publicity, but AllistonEncounters.com. Mm -hmm. They surveyed 1,000 people and found the top excuses people make so they so they could meet up with their side piece, including going out with a coworker, working late. That that that's why that's six forty five Friday. Oh, everybody's going out for happy hour. Yeah. Oh, I just gotta finish up a couple things. And the data also found cheating partners were likely to see their lover twice a week. With the second most popular uh, second most popular day being Tuesday. That's a random day? Tuesday. Yep. And maybe that's why. If you say, hey, I got a business meeting tonight at 5.30, people are going to go, you know, so who's going to go? Where else are they going on a Tuesday night? Got it. To see their side piece. <laughs> and finally, uh, if uh, 287 Hallmark original movies have taught me anything, um, it's this time of year where people, people fall in love. Right around the holidays. I could feel it. Romance is in the air. Can you feel it? This is when usually the Christmas angels start showing up and <laughs> granting love wishes. That's good news for you because, because a new study found some new ways that falling in love is great for you. Being in love is great. The researchers found that when you fall in love, it's, it's a result of 12 different parts of your brain working together. And with that much of your brain involved, it's going to be releasing a lot of good chemicals which leads to less anxiety and lower blood pressure and better immune system, the ability to fight off infections, uh, a higher pain threshold, and milder allergic reactions. So love is good for you. Like, it's physically good for you. All right. So I guess if you get a cold while you're dating someone, that's a good indicator it's not happening. <laughs> oh, you're sick? I thought, I thought you, I thought I thought we were you in loved love. me. No? No. Now, after the break, after the break, we'll... Uh, We'll tell you about the sex toy of the week, which is good for you. If used incorrectly, it could really hurt you. Right, Tones? This is true. Right.
Yo, it's Joey Coco Diaz, and you're listening to the Rizzuto Show on 105.7 The Point. And hey, happy birthday. I know, Moon uh, took, oh, a, took oh, a gander at what the oh, sex toy of the week get out is. Of here. Skip this one. I really wish that I could oh pull God. up the video in the studio here and show you guys of the fella one fella using this. I can, mother. I can if you want me to. <laughs> Moon, if your mother knew you had one of these in your house. Uh, greatly disappointed. Uh-huh. She would be so disappointed. <laughs> Mine as well. She already yelled at I already got yelled at today. They've been married 51 years. Oh. 1967. Happy anniversary. Yeah. Yeah, she would. Fifty-one great years. She would. She would go. Oh, oh. Why? Oh, I'm so disappointed. This goes where? And now, the Roger Ebert of dildos. Here's Patrico with another Rizzuto Show sex toy review. Uh, Scott, have you seen it yet? Nope. Oh, get that video out of here, Patrico. Get that video out of here. Oh my oh. goodness, there's a video of it. Get oh. it out of here. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> my stomach hurts now. <laughs> This is, ladies and gentlemen, the stainless steel hook. Yeah, it is not called the stainless steel hook. This is how I have to describe it. <laughs> so There's a couple more words in there that I had to remove. So, uh... The price of this thing... Let me just... I just... I, let me just... Can I... I let, mean, how, do you, how would you... Right. Okay, this, this is, is, a, this this is, is so thing. easy to describe. Yeah. So easy. Okay. All you gotta do is think of, you know, the meat hu- uh, meat hooks that they, they're hanging pigs and cows and things uh-huh. on? With the, well, just make the end round. Yeah, oh, this is a there. giant fishing instead hook. Of, inst- yeah, instead of a spike at the end of the fishing hook. Yeah, it's round. Or a barb, it's it's a ball. Uh-huh. Yeah, and this is $140. The average review is four out of five stars. This reviewer <gasps> gives it five. five stars. This is 140 bucks. Yeah, yep. and the fishing line is a rope. Yep. Yeah. And Yikes. here we go. Yikes. Oh. The stainless steel hook is not only perfect for partner play, but if you attach it to the right rope, you can use it yourself. It's what I do. Yeah. I take. Ready for this? Oh, just listen to this. This is this is this is terrifying. He says it's what I do. I take a small <laughs> noose. I take a small noose, tie it around my neck, tighten it, and then start using oh, the hook. Oh no! With you each, need a partner. With Ooh. each twerk of my neck, the hook pulls and starts to lose a bit a bit of breath. This is dangerous. It's pleasure from head to rear. Oh, I've used it from, from with head my to no. I've used it with my super sexy victims, but I find the most pleasure in using it alone. It's a very heavy hook, so you can use and abuse it and have no problems. It cleans easily as well. The ball at the end of the hook is a little large, but it's good because it keeps things in place. Ropes are not required, but for sure recommended. I cannot stress enough how much I love this for solo play. I'm being serious. I love it. Mm. Dude, of course it's it's. This I mean, is not for a beginner. No, this looks like a refurbished uh, meat hook. Or I mean, you could you could you could you could land a ship with this. You know, you could you could put this in the sand, and the ship's not going anywhere. Yeah. This is a doctor visit. Oh yeah, after you're done playing with this thing, mm-hmm. it's 140 bucks for this giant stainless steel hook. It's probably 15 pounds. Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a pretty like. Big gauge, you know, as far as the ball goes at the end. Yeah. All right. Four to five stars. This reviewer loves it. Loves it. He's being serious. Loves it. That's the stainless steel hook, the Riz Show sex toy of the week. And now, crap on celebrities. Oh, hey, guys. Didn't see you there. Hey, where have we been here? 
<laughs> Time to find out what's going on in the world of music and entertainment with your Crap on Celebrities. And Crap on is brought to you by Amco Ranger Pest Control, protecting people and property from pests for over 50 years. Amy Schumer, she's on the go again after landing in the hospital with uh, that uh, complication with her pregnancy and ex- basically an extreme form of nausea that happens to some pregnant women. She's expecting her first child with her husband, Chris Fisher, and she announced that she was skipping a couple shows because of discomfort. And it seems like she's good to go because she tweeted out over the weekend, I'll be doing my shows tomorrow and Sunday, ready to go. So she's uh, back to touring well, and going on the road Well, hopefully she'll get back stuff. to being funny. Yeah. Uh, Does anybody right. remember laughter? All right. Mm-mm. Okay. Uh, she said, by the way, she did say that having this disease sucks or whatever, whatever illness she had sucks. And she says that she loves the fact that she's going to have a baby, but she hates being pregnant. She doesn't understand how some women say they love being pregnant because she hates it. Yeah, she's got that same thing that uh, Kate Middleton had. Yeah, we're basically. You, I mean, almost, you're nauseous all the time. Yep. Oh, nonstop. That's terrible. So Mel B. Mel B. has revealed how Eddie Murphy first reacted to news of her pregnancy with their daughter before things went wrong in the relationship. She talks about it in, an, in, a, in a bit from her uh, uh, upcoming book called Brutally Honest. And uh, here's her reading a part of that book. When I got pregnant with Angel, we jumped around his ensuite bathroom laughing and crying, bursting with the best news ever. My family thought it was great because they'd never see me so completely blissed out. Every day I would wake up and he'd tell me I was the most beautiful, incredible woman. I've never felt so loved. So why did it all go so spectacularly wrong? You gotta read the book. She goes into it in the book. Uh, Angel, their daughter, is now 11, and the book actually hits uh, stores on November 27th. Speaking of Mel B, back in 2014, things came crashing down for her. She was in an abusive relationship. Her career was kind of at a standstill. I mean, she was on the X Factor over in the UK, but I mean, she wasn't really doing anything musically. This one, she was with that Stephen Belafonte guy. Correct. Yep. And this is when things were bad with them. You know, it, it didn't come out until recently that things were bad, but this is when things were bad. They were actually happening. So, in that book coming out next week, she talks about her suicide attempt. She says that she was standing in the bathroom taking pills and started by taking 10, a handful of them. Boom. Then took 20. Boom. Then took 30. Boom. She kept saying that she kept looking at herself in the mirror and going, do you really want to do this? Yep. And then she'd take 10 more. She got up to 100. And at 100, she started to question herself. But the next thing she knew, she had taken 200 pills. What kind of pills? It didn't say. But when she got to her 200th pill, she realized this isn't what she wanted to do. So she immediately called 911, got to the hospital, and had her stomach pumped. And she goes into great detail in the book. I I had read that she uh, she said she had 980-something dollars in her bank account. That was it. Yeah. Like at that point, like when her husband kind of cleaned her out, Mm -hmm. she had nine. This is Spice Girl. A Spice Girl, Scott. Yeah. 980-something dollars in her bank account. Yeah. Wild. So, should be an interesting book. Uh, Steve Carell. I won't read it. Steve Carell hosted Saturday Night Live, and a bunch of his old castmates from The Office crashed his monologue. If you didn't get a chance to see it, this is absolutely hilarious. Oh, I saw this. Next question. Yes. uh, Hi, Steve. Oh, Oh, it's St. Louis' own Ellie Kemper. Mm -hmm. Hi, Ellie Kemper. Wow. Hi. People would really love to see an Office reboot. Sorry, Ellie, I just don't think it's a good idea. You're a jerk. Okay. Um, hey, Steve. Hey. 
Uh, oh my God, it's Ed Helms. <laughs> By the way, I think the funniest part of this, and, and they cut it out because it didn't have anything to do with the office, but Keenan Thompson was in the audience and he goes, Hey, Steve. And Steve Rowe goes, Hi, are you Keenan or are you a fake audience member? <laughs> and he goes, I'm Keenan. It's so great to see you. It's great I, to see you, too. I just don't think you understand how much money we're talking about. <laughs> um, Steve? Jenna! Oh, my God, it's St. Louis' own Jenna Fisher. What? Whoa! She's there, too. Yeah, they, they're all there. the last words that Pam secretly whispered to Michael as she left for Denver? Uh, not really. Okay. She said, Steve, don't be a dick. Do the reboot. Oh, that's that St. Louis humor. Isn't that funny? That's hilarious. <laughs> I bet you her and uh, Ellie Kemper flew on the same plane. Maybe. I bet you they did. They probably drove together, actually. They parked at Lambert. Yeah. Uh, the, uh, the CW. In Lot C. Yeah. The CW has found its Lex Luthor, Emmy-winning two-and-a-half-men star John Cryer, has been tapped to play Lex Luthor in uh, Supergirl. You know, you think, of, cool. uh, you think of John Cryer as this kind of nerdy, mm-hmm. nerdy guy, but with a shaved head, he looks kind of menacing. Have you seen the picture? Yeah. Really? It looks sweet. It, looks it really good. does look sweet. And I think he could pull that off uh, very, very well. Ooh, this, was, he, was he Ducky in 16 Candles? Yeah. Is that his character? Yeah. This is the biggest get that Supergirl, or Supergirl has, has got so far, and this is going to air sometime in 2019. Uh, hey, all Star Wars fans, check this out. Uh, God bless what? America. What Star Wars? Are there any in this room? Star Wars fans, on. Uh, Go ahead. Boy, oh, boy. Go ahead. So... <laughs> Go ahead. So what do you get when you cross Darth Vader and Boba Fett? What do you get? Apparently, you get Mark Hamill's pitch to George Lucas. He says, quote, it's Mark Hamill. There was a time I pitched Boba Fett as Luke's mom. Hmm. He says, I've always been more than willing to generously share my many, many terrible ideas in the off chance we might stumble across one that would actually be useful. And he said that he once suggested that Boba Fett was a super secret double agent working for the rebels, basically his mom in disguise. Mark Hamill then ended the tweet by saying... Spoiler alert, George Lucas hated it. Ah. If you were looking... What? There's a good tweet from Mark Hamill. Somebody asked him, uh, they, they posted the picture of the Christmas special, you know, that we always make fun of and say is the worst thing ever made. Yes. You guys have seen that, right? Uh-huh. We Somebody posted a picture and said, hey, Mark Hamill, it's the anniversary of this, you know, whatever. Have you ever seen it? And Mark Hamill said, not all the way through. Oh, yikes. That's all he did. Is he, he just tweeted a picture of him, put not all the way through. Wow. Uh, if you were looking to heading to Purchase College to check out that bathroom Danny DeVito shrine... Cancel your plane ticket. After the hidden memorial went viral, sadly, the college has since closed off the room for, quote, safety reasons. But, but, at least the trash god has has said something about his shrine. DeVito dubbed the trash man after his wrestling character from Always Sunny. 
retweeted the story about the shrine and said, your shrine honors me. My heart is filled with love and garbage. <laughs> nice. So he's aware of it. Which is He cool. is aware. Uh, as he tours the country with Fleetwood Mac, guitarist Mike Campbell has filmed a series of really weird, bizarre, humorous videos of himself jamming out in bathroom stalls. And uh, in this one here from Tacoma, Washington, uh, for some reason, it's Fleetwood Mac bandmate Neil F uh, Neil Finn, Mike Campbell, and Eddie Vedder. Just jamming Tacoma, Washington, and the gates tonight with Fleetwood Mac. I'm here with my two brothers from another mother, Neil, Eddie. Coming to a bathroom near you. That guy is going there to pee. Can't, coming to a bathroom near you. Uh, video I, has... I went to that bathroom. <laughs> all right, man. Yeah, you'd be like, cool. I don't have to pee anymore. But this is awesome. Uh, video has surfaced on the internet of... Uh, is it Rami? Is that how you say it? Rami Malek? Rami. Rami Malek and his portrayal of Freddie Mercury in Bohemian Rhapsody side by side to the actual 1985 Live Aid. I mean, side by side movie and the oh, video it, from Live Aid. It's dead on. It is spot on. It's incredible. It's a must watch. I sent it over to be put on the blog. It's really, really cool. Uh, two quick things here. Fire WWE star Enzo Amore. He got tackled to the ground and kicked out of the Survivor Series yesterday, and he definitely should not have been at it. He's been let go. Uh, he was released from the WWE a couple years ago, or about a year ago, after the WWE was notified that he was under investigation for rape. Now, the Phoenix Police Department eventually closed the case. No charges were filed, but the WWE released him. He bought a ticket, ringside, showed up, stood on his seat, and started yelling his WWE catchphrases. And the WWE security had none of it and grabbed him and threw him to the ground and see you later. Uh, yesterday was Survivor Series? Survivor Series. Who won? Correct. Who won the belt? Well, no championships were up for... I thought it was Brock Lesnar versus uh, Daniel Bryan. Yeah, but that's the best. The champion from SmackDown versus the champion from Raw. They fought each other. Not for the belt, but for bragging rights. Yeah, Scott. And uh, Team, uh, team yeah, Raw sorry. won 6 to nothing last night. They won all six matches. Always get that confused. Okay, you guys, thank you. All right, so finally here. For uh, generations upon generations, most fond memories for kids, probably watching Saturday cartoons, right? Yes. I mean, the animated shows that became instant classics entertained kids across the country. And one of the things, back in the day at least, were theme songs oh, yeah. that were really, really, really special and important. Well, they put together a list, and this is from Ranker, of the top 10 cartoon theme songs. And what I want to do here is I want you to play them and I got them labeled there 10 to 1. Can we I just kind of guess what Well, because ones? it goes all over the spot. I want you to play them and see who could guess them the fastest. Do they have to be cartoons? Because like Fraggle Rocks. Yes, uh, cartoons. Oh, man. Cartoons. Did that theme song is... A lot of these you're going to get, especially when we get the to the best. top of the list, you're going to get them immediately. Some of them even say the name like right away. But I just want to see how you do. Here's number 10. DuckTales. Jeez, mate. What do you want to oh, do? Oh, Pinky in the brain. brain. Yep, Pinky in the Brain, number 10. Here's number 9. This one was tough. Robots or Transformers? Or, no. uh, uh, it says it here in a second. Come on. Why do I know this? You know this. It's not Voltron. That's it. Pokemon. Pokemon. Oh, my. 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 Oh, my.
I never watched Pokemon. You were, I, I think you were too old. I think you were a, a little, uh, a little older. Too old for them. Yeah. Pokemon, gotta catch them all. All right, this one is easy. If you don't get this, you need to leave immediately. Number eight. All right, number seven. Heroes one of, of, one of our. I gotta play it out. Heroes in a half shell. Power. All right. Somebody famous wrote that. Oh, was, was it Chuck Lorre? Oh, I think so. I think you are correct Chuck here. Chuck Lorre, the, uh, the guy from Two and a Half Men. Uh, number seven here is one of our favorite clips on this show. Uh, here's number six. Again, another easy one. Number six, right, though. Here is number six. Jetsons? Yep, Jetsons. This, this next one. Yep, this next one is probably my favorite. Number five is my favorite. Ducktales. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this would be higher. Yeah, the jam. Uh, number four. This is where they start to get very familiar, by the way. Might solve a mystery. They get really familiar here, folks. Here's number four. Wow, this is number four. That's number four. Number three. Uh, Pink Panther. Number two, ready? Yep. The Jetsons, yes, love the show. <laughs> okay, so slow one? down. Don't do number one. All right. If okay, so when when you hit Simpsons on four, I was like, oh, how many can there be there? That's better a than Saturday that? morning. But it does make sense. So Flintstones does does beat that. Pink Panther does beat that. Let's think of something else. Super classic like that. We can. Let me. Let me. I'll just it's tell you this. It's gotta be classic. I'll just tell yeah, you I know this. What it is. It's, it's Pink Panther. I'll just tell you this. Ooh. When I heard the song, uh, it's gotta be. You are wrong. When I oh. heard the song, I went. I went. You know what? I could see this because it's almost. It's almost a song. Like it's like a song. Is it one of those yeah, Hanna Barbera ones? Uh, I believe so. I believe so. Uh, like uh, not underdog. He man? No, no not he man. What, what's the what, what's the Hanna Barbera one? You are going to be so mad. Where the hell, Billy Bears? No, no, what are you talking about? That's not a thing. <laughs> now, now I'm all thrown off. You have that's derailed. A, that's a, what are you talking about? That's not a thing. Get out of here. <laughs> Any hints? Crud. Are there Can animals? You give us like Is a character or yeah, both? Like, I mean, there's animals. There's not animals. animals there's people. You are killing me, dude. There is, uh... Beavis and Butthead? Is this a Channel 9 thing? The character's name is in the title. Barney? No, that's another um, cartoon. Um... trying to think of Channel 9. Not Beavis and Butthead. No, I wouldn't be on this list. Mm. <laughs> Every clue I want to give you, he'll give it away immediately. Can Mickey you give us Mouse a channel? What kind of animals? I, SpongeBob SquarePants. Nope. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. How could that not be that's in the top, top 10? 10? Do, you want to give, do you want me to give you a clue yeah, that'll give, give it away clue. immediately? Crime. Inspector Gadget? Nope. Oh, Ooh, that's, that's another a brilliant good one. Yeah. guess. Crime. 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 Rescue Rangers is, is nowhere. Um, no, no way in top ten. Is Chip one of the characters? Is one yeah, of the characters? So here you go. Here's that a good a hint. That'll give it away. Is one of the Dark characters Wing always <laughs> high? Scooby Doo. Oh. Scooby Doo. Where are you? Dude. We 
That's Kylo Ren, he's 35. Jodie Foster, 56. Calvin Klein, 76. Today's Burton birthday of the day. He's a lizard. Larry King, 85 years young. Yo, Chippendale's Rescue Rangers is so underrated. It is. It was so good. Yeah. Today's porno birthday, which is being Great brought to you by... Yeah, Tailspin. Yeah. Tailspin, that was good. Which is brought to you by Patricia's Where Fun and Fantasy Meet is Tonisha Mills. And today's birthday girl's done so much work that even Mattress Direct couldn't keep her a fresh selection of beds. She's proven her work in 244 fine films, including Big Bazookas, Just Like Sisters, in a movie called Wet Paint. Oh. And who can forget her unforgettable role in Quick Draw at the Wild Wild Chest. Tanisha Mills, 47 years old. That's your porno birthday, your crabby birthday, and that is your crap on celebrities. All right, we'll take our final break of the morning. Come back and wrap it up. The Rizzuto Show. All right, that is it for us. Making way for Donnie Fandango. Blog and podcast, 1057thepoint.com slash Riz. Moon, what do we got? Well, we learned that the uh, band Ghost and Yoga are of the devil. They're the from devil. Satan. Straight from Satan. Uh, Shop and Save is officially buried. It's uh, it's gone. It's uh, under underground. Uh, goodbye. The long-awaited loop trolley finally on the move, but oh, only ma- only made it about halfway. Uh, and then uh, the hot prank this Thanksgiving is asking your mom how to microwave a turkey. We got all the details there. Your crap on sports. A whole bunch of videos, and then uh, of course sexy time fun facts and that awful, awful, awful sex toy review uh, today. Oh, oh boy, that sex toy of the week is yeah. So the hook on the blog and podcast aptly titled So Avengers Didn't Make It, huh? It's 1057thepoint.com slash what a great title. Yep. Thank you very much, Moon. Uh, events tell you about Friday, Jet Burton Mattress Direct in St. Peter's on Mid Rivers Mall Drive. Saturday, Patrico at Ted's Motorcycle World for a blood drive. Correct, yep. I'm going to be out there uh, sometime in the afternoon, uh, but they've got uh, Santa and a live reindeer going to be there as well. Sunday, Patrico at DB's for some football beginning at noon, also at Custom Sounds on Sunday from 2 to 4 o'clock. Tomorrow, we make our real or fake picks. I know it's a short week, but we're still making our picks. Tomorrow, we also find out who's getting shot for the Riz Show Pick'em Challenge. Will it be Moon or will it be King Scott? Not it. <laughs> Moon how- once, King Scott four times. Now, if it's you have forty three points mm-hmm. for the game, you have forty seven points. Forty seven. Ooh boy! Oh, I D. I already <laughs> talked to the guys. They're bringing the D tomorrow. So Defense. Good. Defense. Well, I hope they don't bring it tomorrow. I hope they bring it tonight. Tonight. Sorry. <laughs> yes. Thank you. Thank I hope you. they bring it tomorrow. It shows up late. High scoring. You gonna get scoring. shot. And, and, and go have, Chiefs. By the way, go both Chiefs. Have the Chiefs, huh? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. by the way, go Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> Love. All right. Anything else, fellas? I hope uh, Jeff feels better. I know. He's I did too, man. Yeah, came in this morning. Had a I was just a tremendous migraine, so we uh, we sent him away. Goodbye. <laughs> Get to out. rest. To rest. All right. We leave you with a selection from our team Riz member of the day. A shout out to TJ Huntbrinker one more time. Yeah, yeah TJ. Find him in and he wants to hear this song. Okay. From this particular rock and roll outfit. Yeah. Uh, we will see you tomorrow. Goodbye. Thanks, St. Louis. This is Tom Cruise. Thanks for listening to the Rizzuto Show. This is the Rizzuto Show podcast, powered by Moritz Royce Jewelry. Peloton, let's go. This holiday, with the right music and the right motivation from world-class instructors. We're going to pick it up a notch. It's the holiday season. You might just surprise yourself with what you're capable of. Work out to thousands of live and on-demand classes, from running to cycling to yoga. Try Peloton risk-free with a 30-day home trial. 
New members only, not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Peloton, motivation that moves you.